Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? The Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Tickets to a conversation with Napoleon Dynamite. Look. We should say with friends by the and friends. With Napoleon and friends. Napoleon Dynamite and friends, yeah? Ah, yeah, because you don't want to think it's Napoleon Bonaparte. I mean, <laughs> how many other Napoleons are there in the Listen, world? Listen, we live in a crazy time, man. <laughs> right. It's the 15th anniversary of the movie, and as a special event, they're going to show it here in town, and members of the cast, Napoleon, Pedro, and Uncle Rico, 
will be here. November 14th, it's happening at the Brady. BradyTheater.com, so we have a pair of tickets for that. We've got listener emails. We've got to tell the, tru- uh, to tell the truth. Boom. And we've got qualifying for CMall 2019 every hour at the Big Man Morning Show. Caleb Borley of Owasso heard the cue. So he got away from one of the gazillion Mexican restaurants in that community and called in <laughs> to make sure. There is a lot of them. Either sure. chicken places or Mexican restaurants. You really can't go wrong with a Mexican restaurant any anywhere. Ooh, not true. I'm sure there's some that aren't as good as others, but I think in a grand scope of things, man, Mexican food's solid all the way around. No. You don't think No. That. No, 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 no. Okay. Because some people think if I just take ground beef and put it inside a tortilla, that's an that you know that's an anchoa beef enchilada. <laughs> no. No, it takes seasoning. Yeah, right. And usually a salsa that doesn't taste like ketchup. Right, and not a buttload of cheese. Although a buttload of cheese is delicious. Uh, I don't think so. I'd rather just have a you know a cup full maybe or <laughs> just some on a plate. <laughs> but I think Mexican restaurants there's. Okay, so enchiladas, always a good gauge. Solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, either salsa or queso or guacamole. Okay. You try one of those three to mm-hmm. va- validate, you know, if it's a good Mexican restaurant. Queso and salsa for sure. I'll, I'll use those on whether or not it's good because if the salsa isn't, that's the first thing that comes out to you, your chips and your salsa. And sometimes it tastes like dish soap. Sometimes it tastes like, you know, it's good. Like it should. Um, so I'll do that in cheese, the queso. It has to be white. Yellow queso, I'm out. The, I know what you're saying. You're going, hey, Corbin, guacamole's Tex-Mex. Queso's not Mexican. I hear you, but we're in America, and I don't care. For real. Gibby, you don't gauge it on guacamole? Uh-uh. I mean, guacamole's good and all, but, I mean, it's pretty well standard almost everywhere you go. So Avocados. is salsa. Uh, yeah, well, not necessarily, because everybody makes their salsa differently. Some of it's a little bit spicier. Some of them use some things that others don't. Some of them, it's real it's watery. literally the same reason real, why you should try the guacamole. Uh, yeah, but, I, okay, so I'm just picky. I like my salsa more than the guacamole. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I do like some good guac, but no. Salsa before. Because some places, like, they go hot. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, we're not here to talk about Mexican food, though. I could all day because I do love it. I get stuck in a rut. I order the same thing, usually carne asada, mm-hmm. uh, or I no carne asada. That's it. Usually, so I can make my own tacos. I dig it. I'm a chimichanga guy. Everywhere I go, I don't know. It's something about a deep fried burrito just gets me where I need to go. <laughs> right, it's literally <laughs> all it is. And cheese. Mm. That is all it is. Yeah. Do you, Do you do the Mexican Sam, or you have a, like a staple there? Uh, cheese enchiladas, because I'm six. <laughs> That's, I, thought, I thought you were going to say chicken nuggets. <laughs> nope, cheese enchiladas. Chicken I'll nuggets and fries. Corn dog, please. Corn dog, please. <laughs> yeah, I love Mexican restaurants. <laughs> Mexican or pizza, I could eat every day. I'd go Mexican all day, every day. Pizza, I get burnt out on quick. Pizza, because I can. It's it crosses many... Um, uh, ethnicities okay right so i could have like a savory one that isn't italian oh yeah i could have a dessert one true right mexican is pretty much mexican yeah yeah you're right you like a mexican pizza though 
<laughs> Combine the two. That's what yep. I'm saying, Boom. right? That you just yep. made my point. Brett, we we love our breakfast pizzas on this show. Yes, yes, we do. Call oh us, quick trip. Look it up. Right. <laughs> our errand boy doesn't isn't available right. anymore. But. Right. But I mean, I know somebody's like mopping a floor over there or something. Just take a break for a minute, run it all over here. I'll I'll, go, I'll be meet you in a parking lot. I listen, Uber Eats, man. There you go. It's all good. I was thinking I was getting donuts on Saturday with my daughter. And the place where we get donuts, there is a little place for the DoorDash mm-hmm. people to get their stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so they just, you know, I, I'm assuming the order comes in. I have no idea how this works. I'm total speculation. Don't text me. To, I don't care. <laughs> but the order comes in. They put it together. Set it on the counter right in front of this. Put the person's name on it. And this one had a note that said, also, you know, grab uh, white milk or something like that. I was like, that's so fascinating. They literally take the food, set it there, and forget about it. Yeah. The, the restaurant does not give two craps after that point. As nope. far as they're concerned, the customer is DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we've done our part. We've made the food. It's sitting here waiting on you, i.e. DoorDash person. So if you, the customer, doesn't get your food on time, yeah. it's because not us, it's DoorDash. Right, well, we don't deliver, so. Right. And um, I've ordered, uh, like, I think it was Indian food I ordered off a DoorDash, and they forgot two of my order items, and it took like two hours to get it sorted out. It wasn't like, hey, wow. you forgot to pick up these two things. There was a 1-800 number I had to call. I had to sit there outside <laughs> of my house, standing there with the guy to call the 1-800 number for them to call back. It was like this whole process. And I'm like, That's so you're annoying. the one that forgot it. Can't you just go pick it up? This right? is not on me. Oh, I was so mad. It's a pain in the ass if you mess it up. It's not as simple as you got to pick it up because the DoorDash guy's like, hey, they handed me the bag. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Not on me. And Which then, I find insane. Like, yeah. you have to check it. Come on. And then the food place is like, oh, not on me. They're supposed to look. So both of them are like pointing fingers the other way. Right, it the took- Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Super annoying. I... I uh, Think it's just weird that we bring in some third party person you don't even know to get your food for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you don't know who I that person it. is or what they've done. You can get some guy like me delivering your food. <laughs> right? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't <laughs> know if I would say that. That sounds really extreme. No, then you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who's who. You know, you got some random stranger. You don't know how clean they are. You don't know if they just wash their hands before they're handling your food. Right, if they're you know? smoking in their car right, next to your food. Right, right, Using your bag as an ashtray or what the hell ever. Yeah, you don't Or it know. fell out onto yeah. the floorboard. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, and they try to just scramble and Yuck. put it all back together. Yuck. You're like, is this yeah. grass in my burger? Hey, is there cars you wouldn't go into? Like, do you have friends or people you know that they have a car and you would not sit in their car? Yes. Yeah, me too. Gimpy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, you don't know what your food's sitting on. <laughs> right. It's sitting on uh. like six weeks of homework and an old lunch. At best. <laughs> Some clothes. At best. <laughs> right. And, oh, and yeah. you know, when pe- when Uber came around and people started Uber and you heard tons of success stories, yes? Yeah. Not one. I've not heard one person be like, oh, DoorDash is it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. And I always tip good. Well, I'm sure you do. That doesn't mean everyone does. Mm-hmm. And what is tip good? 20%. No matter what? Mm-hmm. Even if they forget something, they get 20%. Well, that's the thing. You have to tip when you get your food, so it's not afterwards. Like You mean you, when you order your food? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, you, it's not like, hey, did you enjoy your order? Do you want to add tip? You add tip on right when you check out. So... 
they've got the tip money at that point. They Which can, is why yeah. it takes two hours to fix it. Yep. Because the toothpaste is out of the tube. Mm-hmm, I already yeah. got your six bucks. What do yeah. I need to work hard for? Yeah, that's that's messed up. Isn't there like an upcharge? I've never used the DoorDash delivery before. fee. Yeah, yes, there is. Yeah, how much is that? Do you know? Is it, it just depends percentage or whatever? Or? No, like some places it's two ninety nine, some places five ninety nine, mm. and then on top of that, the whatever food you're getting is more expensive. Yeah, so. so a soda is like four dollars when in the restaurant it's a dollar fifty nine. So if you're just stoned and lazy, yeah, and you call up Uber Eats or DoorDash, yeah. you go to McDonald's for like a McChicken and a large sweet tea. It could cost you seven bucks for that order right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. DoorDash is the place that I use that uh, they hacked into my account because oh, yeah. they don't have two-step authentication, mm-hmm. and they ordered a bunch of stuff on my account. <laughs> in a different city. In, a di- in different cities. Cities. Yeah. And DoorDash was like, yeah, we, we're aware of that. That sucks. <laughs> Sorry, <Crazy. my> friend. <laughs> Lunch is Crazy. on Corbin. And then you look it up, and a ton. it happens to a ton of people. Really? Yeah. Have you used it since no. then? No. Okay. No, 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 no. And I got, um, I took off my credit card and everything and got an alert because I kept my account open, mm-hmm. and they were like, someone's ordering food. Is this you? And I was like, no. <laughs> I am not in Colorado. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is convenient. I will say that. Mm-hmm. It is convenient. But ultimately, I don't know if it's worth the expense. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like paying all that for your food just to get there, just so you can be lazy. I mean, come on now. I, I know mean, that that happened to you. I love DoorDash. It's my favorite. I'm not talking about because that happened to me. I'm talking in general. In general, the return on investment is not really there. Mm, you're right, man. Because it's expensive. Unless you don't want to go get it, and you're like, I'll pay whatever to bring it oh. to my door. Well, I think what you mean is when you have <laughs> someone else paying for it, right. it's whatever, bring it to my door. No, food's my responsibility, but I don't have any other ones, so <laughs> yeah, I can spend don't, more on not, it. You don't financially pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I do. You, do you, you pay for all the food every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, that's my, I don't pay rent, I don't pay utilities, I my responsibility is food. So when you go and out to eat, he, when you go out to eat, you flap your credit card down or your debit card down. Um, no. No, not, no, Not usually no. when we go out so, to dinner. So, so when you order food, you use your credit card? Yes. Every time? Yes. His, is his card on the account too? No. Not on our DoorDash. Just me. Okay. I just have that one responsibility, that's it. Unless, you know, it's the anniversary <laughs> dinner and then he's got to pay for it. God. <laughs> That's the only responsibility. Well, and cable. That's it? Wow. Cable and food. And food. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about that? How about, I don't know, laundry? <laughs> oh, right. Oh, laundry's How my responsibility, too. How about electricity? Uh, nope, not How about water? We get that for free. How about trash? We get that for free. Well, I'm sure that's I'm sure covered. I'm sure it's all wrapped in the rent. Yeah, in yeah, HOA or something. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not God, my job. God forbid something happened to him. Like you, yeah, right. you are F F L. Should yeah. just be wandering around the streets at all. I don't know what to do. Help! They're, they're like, Help. Do, do you belong here? And they're gonna. I don't know. She's gonna go yes, and they're like, show me the paperwork. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'll show you our Facebook account. Tell me, tell me how much the mortgage is. <laughs> tell me how much the mortgage is. <laughs> all right. Tell me how many what the bills cover. I got cable right. and peanut butter. I, we 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 can watch Doctor Phil. <laughs> you want something to eat? <laughs> right. I miss those I'll arrangements. Get I miss those arrangements right. of having like, 
all right, so you'll pay the electricity, and then I'll pay TV, and then ultimately one of them doesn't get paid. Yep. Because, you know, you're 20-something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I... I carried my weight. <laughs> and it starts a fight. Yes. Oh, a major fight. A big F you fight. Next thing you know, you're not roommates for a couple of days. You're sleeping on mama's couch, and you finally come crawling back. Oh, Dude. no, just don't talk to each other. <laughs> right, go to your separate rooms. Because I, when I had roommates, I didn't live in town where my parents lived. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was no retreating. Right. You go to your room, they go to theirs, and the, uh, the living yeah. room is just empty. Maybe pass each other in the kitchen every now and again. <laughs> we had one roommate. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wasn't a big believer in putting locks on your door because I was like, why roommate with people that you don't trust oh, or like? Oh, And then bro. I had a buddy, buddy, he was my friend and roommate, and he was going into my room to get stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, roommates. And I'm like, huh, and? We're not, we're not banging really, each other. Yeah. <laughs> we're not banging each other. You can't borrow my shoes, man. God. I was like, do I have to put a lock on the door? And yeah. he's like, hey, if you you know, if you think that's the best thing. Yeah, I think that's the best thing. And then I was drunk and couldn't get the door open and slept on the couch. <laughs> that's funny. Been that you know, it was one of those where the lock was installed with the keys upside down. Right. And you're like, I can't <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll just sleep here. Some mixers, <laughs> my uh, We've got uh, tickets we're going to give away for a conversation with Napoleon Dynamite for the 15th anniversary celebration that's happening here in town. Listener emails and to tell the truth and more qualifying for See Em All. Let's go, people! Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Shut up with your names! The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news, and then we cover them now. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Mad Morning Show at 975-KMOD. Woman accused of stealing police car at car wash. So 31-year-old Jennifer Stewart, she allegedly broke into a car and got into a physical altercation at a car wash. And so uh, the police sergeant was hoping to separate the two. So he took Jennifer and put it put her in the back of his police car while he went to go speak to the victim. Well, then he sees Jennifer um, going through the center divider and hopping in the front seat of his cruiser. So then she drives off. The police then follow her and they end up getting the car to stop using spike strips. She was taken into custody and charged with burglary of a motor vehicle, evading arrest, vehicle theft, and van- vandalism. And uh, she's being in held of lieu of a $37,000 bond. Dang. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching it happen. Damn it. <laughs> Dave, you just locked the thing. <laughs> you had one job. Right. <laughs> one job. Way to go. <laughs> just watching that happen. <laughs> A wet baseball field was set on fire with gasoline to try to dry it out. 
Well, duh. Yeah, right. Heat. It's fire. They this do it. Work, they man. do it for NASCAR. Come on, man. They use that jet thing on NASCAR. <laughs> this happens up in Connecticut where a high school baseball team in Ridgefield was supposed to host another team, play a little game of baseball. Well, the field was soaking wet and some somebody, they don't know who, uh, decided to pour 25 25 gallons of gasoline on the field and then set it on fire. Uh, they say that there was about 70 to 100 people just sitting back watching the baseball diamond up in blaze. Some people recording it. You can see the uh, video on our Facebook well, page. No, we'll there. be ready in a minute. <laughs> right. Just let this burn out. <laughs> Uh, the what is it? The fire department came out along with the Department of um, Energy and Environmental Protection came out, and now they're having to clean up all this contaminated dirt because of the gasoline, and then reline the entire field, pretty much just do it all over again. Fun part of this is, is like, how did they plan on putting the fire out? Right? I mean, I don't know what you're doing right now. You expect some sort of DEF? They did ABC. Why do they got to do DEF? And 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 for the record, Gimpy, yeah. they were right. Yeah, it's drier. You are drier than what it once was. That's right. Until the fire department comes out with their giant hose. Not my hose. fault. <laughs> not my fault. With their giant hose. Look somewhere else. Not in this direction. Not this. Guy. You told me to make it drier. I did. Anything that happens after that point of it being drier is not on me. Right? Yeah. You endured, Ash, man. Not right. my, not my job. <laughs> not, not my job. Right. I love that story so much. That had to have been some kid trying to be in charge of that. Try to be some some newbie. I got this, guys. Don't worry. Right. I can fix it. I sure got to impress the bosses today. I uh, left an impression for sure. Naked woman breaks into daycare and tries to fire the employees. It's happened in Virginia where the workers, <laughs> <No>. went, <laughs> the workers went into the daycare, started turning on lights, and then this naked woman was there. And uh, it's not clear on whether she was instinctually coming up with something, but mm. she uh, was like, you're fired. <laughs> she didn't work there. She, she had no connection to the facility at all. The police were called. They arrived. They uh, arrest her. She goes, you're making a big mistake. Mistake. I'm married to the owner. Uh She's not. She's not. Matter of fact, the police remembered her from uh, a call earlier in the night for a disturbance, and she met that profile. Uh, So when the police arrived, she was wearing some black thing wrapped around her holding forks. What? Which is weird, because I would think at a daycare it'd be at least sporks. At least? But whatever. Come on. That's not very safe. And so they arrested her, took her to jail. She got out of jail the next day and got arrested for pulling pants down of a man in a bathroom. Oh, Jesus, woman. Now, this is... I don't understand the story. Oh, by the way, I've got the uh, Facebook page of this broad. (laughs) On. She's worth looking at. Um, So she got arrested uh, for pulling these pants down. Listen to this. I think this is so crazy. Something isn't adding up. So police say she was in the bathroom (laughs) on Friday evening... (laughs) They say that she reached out from underneath the stall she was in and grabbed a man's pants, yanking them down and managing to pull them off. What? How how does she get it over the feet? He helped. He had to have a hand or a foot in there anyway. For I, like sure. maybe they were messing around and then mm-hmm. she just took the pants. Mm-hmm. I think we're on to something, Gumshoe. <laughs> the man left and called the police. They came to the scene and they arrested her. So, so she meets some guy like at the bar. They're like schmoozing. Mm-hmm. They, he he gets all you know. Casanova's like, you want to go to the Esser? 
<laughs> because that is because that's romantic. Yeah, that's the line. <laughs> yeah, Light yeah some people it is. <laughs> and so they go in there, whatever. She, you know, clearly is dealing with some sort of mental issues yeah. or drug issues, and decides, all right, I'm going to take his pants <laughs> and leaves. That's it. I've had enough. I'm and, taking his pants. <laughs> and there are some girls out there that are crazy that way. They like lead you on, lead you on, and then they just do something bizarre. And you're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Costanza, you man. Get you all tied up to the bed and then run off with your stuff. She's a little off her rocker. She's got a lot of random meat posted on her social media. (laughs) Like steaks? Yeah. Chicken? Yeah, like steaks. Okay. Like, I just thought this was a good looking piece of meat and I'd put it up on my Instagram. Has she been drinking a whole lot of Kool Aid or is that just like (laughs) lipstick so smeared on her face? I don't know, but when you look at her uh, Instagram, tell me it doesn't reek of. Mental disorder. Oh, she, this this bitch is crazy. Yeah. That's just all that there is to it. I bet you she throws hard, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. It, is that the all-seeing eye made out of a flank steak and an egg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? If anybody was wondering if she was crazy because they can't see her Instagram currently, yeah. I think Gibby just summed it up perfectly. Yep. You were mentioning Costanza, and it clicked in my brain about a movie mm-hmm. that my wife and I debate to watch every single time. And it's called Gerald's Game. It's a Stephen King book. Okay. And it's the story of this couple trying to be like kinky. Yes. And, sh- and so she tie- yes. gets tied up to the bed. They're yes. at some resort or yes. cabin. And she's tied to the res- uh, the bed. And he's like, bow, chicka, bow, bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has a grabber yes. and dies. She goes crazy. Yes. yes. And she, have you not watched it I yet? Don't, no, I, I, oh, I don't know what happens. You have but to. but I'm going to guess. Oh, of course it's good. Oh. Come on. It's Stephen King. And and the whole concept of a woman, woman being tied to, or anybody tied to a bed and your partner dies, sad, very oh, tragic, yeah, yeah. but awesome in the same dude, regard. Dude, I can make some assumptions dude. on what happened. Okay, because I'm totally speculating because it's got to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It never happened, okay. and it's a figment of her imagination. Okay. That's one avenue, right? Because mm-hmm. it's Stephen King, so it's got to have some weird thing that it's happens in it. Twist some yeah. nice yeah. ding dong twist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the the other was it was all. Like, kind of like she was crazy in general and tied to a bed in like a mental hospital or something, mm-hmm. but ultimately in her head. You've got to watch it. There's a point where the old, where her husband dies. Yeah. And this dog that she had, this, some stray when they yeah. first got to the cabin or yeah. whatever, she's feeding it this Kobe beef or whatever. Yeah. Right? And her husband, anyhow, the dog comes in and starts eating his face mm-hmm. and eating the body or whatever. And then she starts talking to the man and whatnot. She ends up getting out. Of the handcuffs. You want to know how she gets out? Breaks of her hands. Breaks she her. pulls her hand all the way through. You can see the skin peeling off yeah. of her hands. So when she leaves, it's just nothing but bone. It's yeah. brutal. It's yeah. an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did die. Like it all really happened. Yeah, 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 ah, yeah, damn yeah, it. Yeah, make yeah, yeah. So the crazy part would then be what? Be the dog eating him? Yeah, just and her, her ripping her hand off. Her ripping her hand off, the mental stuff that she goes through because sure. she's talking to him. He's dead, right? right? But he's not, yeah. But he's not, exactly. And then now she is talking to herself. So now you got her and him. Like in there while she's nice. on the bed, dude. It is wacky. Arguing nice. with each other. Yeah, arguing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. And she's like, you gotta, you gotta get through this. You're tougher than this. Da 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 da. And her old man's just keep downplaying her and talking down to her. You'll never get it. It is a good twisted flick. Like at 127 hours, right, where he the the rock lands on his arm mm-hmm. and he talks to himself and he goes crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the guy that ended up using a knife, cut his own arm off. Yes. Or whatever, yep. to save himself. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that movie? I have not seen <sighs> it. Pretty good, dude. I was thinking to depict the idea of someone cutting their arm off would be really hard. Mm-hmm. They nail it. So they, he cuts through his arm, right? Mm-hmm. And at the point where he, hit, he hits the nerves or anything, mm-hmm. they make the sound in, through the through the speakers like a ding. 
like what you would feel like it would be if your nerves got cut radiating up your body. Oh. It's a, it was it's a fantastic movie. Wow. 128 hours. It's 127 hours I think, hours. which is the amount of time apparently he was trapped. there, trapped. Wow. Yeah. With nowhere to go and ro- rocks. He, the rock falls on his arm. Dude, it rains. The the crevice that he's in starts filling with water. It's oh, no. yeah. Oh no. It's awesome. It's a great James Franco movie because he never moves. Oh. Barely has to talk. Um, I remember you asking DC, like, oh, have you seen that movie? It's like, I've seen the poster. I get it. <laughs> right. I mean, essentially, he's right. Yeah. It's, that's it. He's stuck under a rock. What more do you need to know? I've seen the poster. I get it. Right. Uh, all these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And potentially the most boring day of the year would be occurring today if it weren't for Clayton Kershaw being in town. Pop is with us from 1430 The Buzz because now that basketball's over, all we have is baseball until we get to some spring games and things like that. But uh, last night's game was awesome. Uh, it didn't disappoint. It's like the first time in 11 years they went to overtime, and and apparently I didn't know this till afterwards. I saw that Virginia's 28 and 0 when leading at halftime. They have like 61 consecutive wins when they lead at halftime since like 2017 or some ridiculous stat like that. I probably messed that up, but it some 28 and 0 is no joke to be undefeated when they're leading at halftime. Look, if Virginia had nine lives, if they were a cat, they used up all of them in that tournament. <laughs> yeah. They just did. I mean, every single game they trailed. They, I, they, there were multiple instances in this game where they, in the last 15 seconds of a game, they were trailing. So they had to come back and fight through all that. Essentially, if you add it all together, and someone did, way smarter than I am, 28 seconds is what ultimately decided Virginia winning the national championship. If you add up all those times that they were they were down, that hit clutch shots uh, at the end of regulation, and last night was another another one of those instances. Now, a lot of that was due to, to Texas Tech. I don't yeah. know what's happened to coaching. I, I really don't. But when you fire up a three-pointer with 10 seconds left with, with a hand in your face when you could have went to the hoop, and then you essentially don't run any ball screens at all to try to get anyone open when you've got a, sh- a chance to get one shot off, I just I don't know what's happened to coaching at the college level. It's, and Chris Beard is one of the better coaches at this level. It's just maddening sometimes to see what happens in these late-game situations. Well, I mean, you can coach all you want, but free will is still going to exist with these guys, and, and everybody wants to be the Wheaties box kid, right? Everybody wants to be the, the guy that gets the notice to move up to the next level. So I, I, you can coach all you want, but free will is always going to get in the way. Isn't that supposed to be hammered into you, though, about you go through muscle memory and you practice these things over and over and over and over and over again, especially late-game scenarios, and you got a taskmaster like Chris Beard is? That guy that's just supposed to be better than everyone else and has yeah. their attentions, blue collar team. I, I, I understand the firing up one from your star player with with ten seconds left. Firing up a shot, Gimpy, not firing up a, a joint. Oh, uh, <laughs> what makes every basketball game better, man? <laughs> I, uh, I understand taking that shot more than I do the last one. I guess because that kid was feeling it. You kind of rode him to the tournament. He's your guy. He's going to be an NBA lottery pick. 
But even with 10 seconds left, it makes it a little bit more difficult. I I just simply don't get the out-of-bounds play at all. I I will say this. To me, the the best teams had a chance to win it all, right? At least it wasn't Duke or... Kentucky or someone else, and I'm not dogging on those teams. They they're amazing teams, but it just gets boring seeing the same teams play for championships, even in football and even in the NFL it's in baseball. Like, uh, I want to see something a little different. So from that standpoint, I feel like the best team won, and it was a very entertaining tournament. Yeah, I'm not denying that at all. I mean, it, we get some new blood, a team that wins the tournament for the very first time. Uh, the the fact of the matter is, is that. Virginia has been good ever since Tony yeah. Bennett, their head coach, has been there. I mean, he's won four ACC championships. They've struggled at times in the tournament, like getting beat last year by a 16 seed. I think that's the more remarkable story is that he, there were people last year that said that he should have been fired because he was the first ever number one seed to lose to a 16 seed. And what they do, they just they came out, they changed their entire mental approach to the game, and now go back and win the national championship. But make no mistake about it. I mean, this team has been good. And you win four conferences in six years out of the ACC. That's the best basketball tournament in the country. You're doing something right. Yeah, and it's easy to get lost in the mix over in that part of the world, right in that oh, part of the country. absolutely. There's so many good teams, North Carolina, right, Kentucky, Tennessee. Like, it's easy to forget about little old Virginia. And I think that them not firing him was, of course, obviously now the best solution because how do you teach kids about, you know, sometimes things just don't go your way. No, you, you, it doesn't at all. And I've always thought this, that you learn far more by, from, your, uh, from your situation and about yourself through failure than you do winning. Now, there's a big difference between, hey, they didn't win the game because the coach was out with the volleyball coach doing something. You know what I mean? Like, there's, you know what I mean? If there's some other crazy thing, but they didn't lose it for that. They lost it just pure out of sports. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But it's an amazing story for them. And they, I saw an interview with the coach um, earlier in the week, and he was like, listen, we knew last year, last season, uh, last year was something special. This year feels even more special. There's something different with our team. And he's right. I mean, look how many times they overcame adversity all season long. All season long. And even the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the National Championship game, they all trailed those games with fewer than 15 seconds left and still found a way to win all three. That That doesn't happen. Now you can say... You can say, all right, well, they they snuck by, as most teams do, the old win-and-survive theory in the tournament. But when you are losing at that point in the tournament, the Elite Eight, then the Final Four in the National Championship game, you're playing elite-level teams. Yeah, That that doesn't happen very often at all. And yeah. now now you get the chance to go and see if you can do it again. All right, what can you build? Have you... You've built a pretty solid regular season team. Can you continue to build this team that's successful? That's what I enjoy about it. I know everyone gets tired of you know, the Clemsons of the world and the Alabamas winning all the time. I am in my uh, old, older age from what I was from when I first started into radio. <laughs> I think I've morphed into, all right, you know what? Damn it. Can you do it again? Let me just prove to me that you can do it again. And then if they do it again, I'm like, all right, you set the bar even higher. Can you do it one more time? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I've moved into now, even with the Patriots from the NFL. No, you make The it, Warriors, who are going to probably their fifth straight NBA final. You, you, uh, you're making an excellent point, and I don't disagree with that. But when it's the same two teams, that's when I find it to be a little bit boring. I'm all about a dynasty. Mm-hmm. I think to be a dynasty in pro sports or even college sports is incredibly challenging, especially in college sports where your personnel is evolving constantly. So I love it from that standpoint. When it's the same two, Mm. 
But that tells me that those same two have found the secret sauce. What are you doing to try to find it? Have they found it? Yeah, what are you trying to do to find it? How are you getting better? Mayonnaise, that's all it is. (laughs) Is That sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so basketball's over. We've got spring games coming up. Uh, There's a big countdown to spring games. I know Lincoln Riley's been hammering Twitter about getting fans to come out for the spring game. Yeah, because it's their big recruiting event every every year now, moving forward, because they have that early signing day. This is what they use for all of their big. Uh, it's a it's a big showcase. Everyone, come on campus. Look what we got. Isn't this nice and shiny and bright? Don't you want to come here and play? Huh? Look at all these people here. They show up in April. You want to come here, right? That's all this is used for now, and it's one of the reasons why they do the concert series that they're having. Lee Bryce, is that right? I have no idea. I didn't even know. I knew they, they'd done it before. I didn't know they were. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's another country star in Lee Bryce. Meanwhile, Texas is bringing in Ludacris. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least I've heard of that guy. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't listen to the Twister all the time. Right. So uh, at all the time? At all. Except when I, you do I mean, sports of the. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then tonight. I, mean, I would <laughs> if they'd ask, but, you know. Hey, happy ask. Kershaw Day. Sellout. How about that? Oh, yeah. Of course there is. By yesterday afternoon, when we had Malego on at 4.30, he said that they had sold between, when their, fir- when their front office opened, they sold over 4,000 tickets between 9 o'clock and 4.30 yesterday wow. afternoon. And then you get home and right as the national championship game is starting, the drillers post that it is officially a sellout there at One Oak. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, if you are fortunate enough to have a ticket, you're going to get to see a three-time Cy Young Award winner in, in all the history of Tulsa baseball, going back to even the old Oiler days. They've never had a player that has the resume that Clayton Kershaw has coming down to make a rehab start. And we've had some pretty pretty great players roll through when they're on rehab, and even great players that work their way through the Texas League. None of them have the same type of resume that Clayton Kershaw has. It's going to be awesome down at One Oak uh, Field. You can listen to the game if you didn't get a ticket tonight. 14.30, the buzz. 6.50 with the uh, pregame show. Chris Davis, since we're on baseball, set a major league record Monday night, extending his hitless streak to 47 at-bats. We haven't had one that bad since 2010 and 2011. And he's only in the fourth year of his $161 million contract. So no big deal, right? No big deal, bro. Keep making that money, even though you're striking out. He struck out 15 times so far this season already. To uh, one other final story from college basketball, Oklahoma, Lon Kruger, want to make sure I got this out there, said that Oklahoma will be his last coaching spot. There was speculation about him going to UCLA, but he's staying at OU, and OU is losing Ty Lazenby graduate transfer who is committed to Oral Roberts to finish his basketball career. That's Ball to Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD is the phone number. If you were to call us, it's also the number you would call if you heard the cue to get qualified for CMO 2019. Like Kevin Robbins of Fort Gibson did, called that number, now is qualified, has a chance to win every ticket to every concert KMOD is a part of.
including VIP Week in Rocklahoma tickets. Another chance is coming up very soon as you have every hour to get qualified with the Big Mad Morning Show on KMOD, and it's all brought to you by MedFarm. <laughs> We're going to do something we usually do about this time every year, and you have an opportunity to take a name off your death pool or put someone else on. While you two are finding that, I'm going to recap what everybody has. If someone drops someone, you're allowed to pick it up. Okay? So, Gimpy has Rod Stewart, Larry King, Jimmy Carter, Betty White, and his wild card is Jonah Hill. You never know, man. Yeah, that's a good wild card. <laughs> no way that's a good one. <laughs> I, I think that's a good one. He's fluctuating, man. He's up and down. Yeah. He is not. You, that can't be healthy. What are you talking about? His weight, man. First, he's like skinny, mini, and so then he's now fat, weight loss skinny, is a determination mini. on whether someone might be in danger. When you're fluctuating that heavily, I think so. You know what? Actually, the reason that sold me. Have you seen that video where they've strung together like Brad Pitt not calling him a serious actor, or like other celebrities just kind of make a little insult at him, and he looks so devastated and they've looped it together about how many times it's happened in his career where someone's dogged him and it's just like a little part of his heart dies. I didn't, I've not seen this. Oh my God. I, I watch a little poor buddy. He's got to be sad. Did no you one kn- takes him serious. Did you know that him, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, uh, and who's the kid that was uh, in that show with the guy who dressed up as a dog? Oh, the Frodo. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Frodo. God damn it! That they're like this little club, like in a, they're like in this little men's actors club. They all grew up together in the industry, and so they're all friends, and they have this like they rib each other like that. They have this weird club, like like the Breakfast Club sort of, like, like the Rat Pack or whatever. Like Rat, Rat Pack might Rat be pack. a better yeah, analogy. Rat pack. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I didn't know that until I, I read an article either. about them and their friendship and all that. Elijah Wood. That's Elijah right. Wood, yes. Yes. Elijah Wood has a great story about when he was becoming uh, up in the business and his mom would make him eat last at catering. Oh, wow. Everyone else would go before him because they were like, no, you need to learn. You're, you're just like everybody else. You're not going to be treated special. What do you think? You're a special child? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds horrible on the outside. All right, so Sam has Olivia Newton-John, Bob Dole, Meatloaf, Kirk Douglas, and her wild card is Mary-Kate Olsen. She originally had Pete Davidson, but we said no because there was a suicide threat and all these other things. If you've seen him lately, he probably could go on the regular list. Uh. (laughs) Uh, And then I have Harry Reid, Huey Lewis, RBG, Tony Bennett, and then my wild card is Louis C.K. So we're going to let Sam go first. Since she won last year, she gets to take off anybody she wants. Or or you can steal off somebody's list. (laughs) Now, I will uh, make sure this is right. I will... Actually, Gimpy and uh, Gimpy, I will be going last, okay. so I will not be able to steal from anyone. Okay. So if you get to choose from either one of us to steal off of, Gimpy can only choose from me to steal off of. I can't steal from her? Correct. Okay. And then I get no one to steal from. Another benefit of winning <laughs> the death pool last year. So, Sam, would you like to steal off of somebody's list? Would you like me to read them again? Yes. Gimpy has 
Rod Stewart. How do you feel about Rod Stewart? You think like it's a solid steal, maybe? No, I, I don't want Rod. <laughs> <laughs> this time. <laughs> This is weird. Is the apocalypse about to happen? (laughs) I don't want to steal Rod from Gimpy. Mm. (laughs) Larry King? Mm. I mean, he does look pretty old, but I think he's still got a couple more years left in him. Jimmy Carter? Ooh, that one's pretty good. You don't have to tell me if you're going to steal them. We're just kind of going through them. Mm. Betty White? Yeah. Mine is Harry Reid, Huey Lewis, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Tony Bennett. Now, before you decide if you want to steal, are you going to take someone off your list? Yes. Who are you taking off your list? I'm going to take off Olivia Newton-John. And why are you taking off Olivia Newton-John? Because in the beginning of the year, I was pretty confident. <laughs> she's not dying. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty confident that uh, she was not going to beat cancer. And... I've seen some of her Instagram posts, and she looks pretty healthy. <laughs> she looks pretty, pretty. Which we're all very grateful for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. She looks pretty good. Okay, and now that you have an open spot, are you going to add someone new, or are you going to steal? I'm going to steal. Oh, I'm going to steal. Okay, and are you going to steal from Corbin or Gimpy? I'm going to steal from... Oh, man, this is tough. I'm going to steal from Corbin. Okay. Who are you taking off of my list? See, this is the crazy part because Gimpy can still take off my list. Yeah, right, and you'd be out too. Yeah. Oh, right. (laughs) It's the punishment for coming in last. I am going to steal RBG. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you say? Yeah. I feel bad because I don't want her to die, but I know that um, she's been ill recently and not looking very good. So yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and steal her. Okay, so you get RBG and Gimpy. Are you going to steal or are you going to replace somebody? I'm gonna replace, man. Okay. I'm going to replace Rod Stewart. I'm taking the Rod out of here. Okay. And and the reason being just because I found another one I think maybe a little more fitting. Uh, Rod is, I mean, he's in his 70s for sure. Uh, but, I mean, we, we we talked about this the other day with Mick Jagger, okay, with Ozman. You know, these guys, just because they're old like that, they're in their 70s, doesn't mean that they're going to kick it anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Ozzy, maybe. Mick, oh, no. I think maybe he's just a robot anyway. Okay. Um, so, with that, I'm taking Rod out. Okay? And who are you going to put on? I'm going to insert Sidney Poitier. And who, who is Sidney Poitier? Uh, he is an actor. Okay. What's he most famous for? He is most famous for the 1963 film Lilies of the Field. And I got him a Best Actor Award. Um, he received knighthood from Queen Elizabeth II back in 1974. Yeah. He is, he's, uh, and he's, how old is he? He's 91. So you're basing it just off age? Strictly on age. Of all the names I'd ever expect Gimpy to say, Sidney Poitier is not one of them. <laughs> right? No. Gimpy did some digging for that right, one. Right, right. He did do some digging. So, does this mean I replace two or I can only replace the one that you took off? Do I still get to pick one mm. to take off? Yeah. Of my list? Okay. I, I think so. So, I potentially I can replace two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, first off, to replace uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, mm-hmm. I'm putting Ozzy on. <laughs> it's seemingly I, I, a solid choice. He has not gotten well in months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like, though I don't want that, that would be horrible. I, You can't blame me if that happens, by the way. <laughs> you're if you're going to cancel Rock Loma, right. you're going on my damn death pool. I feel like that's a fair thing. <laughs> so uh, Ozzy is going to be on there. Mm. And then uh, this is tough because I feel like Huey Lewis, I think I just saw something that they're going to... They stopped. They canceled the tour because he was having trouble singing. Then I saw something that they're actually going to start back up again. So I'm going to take Huey Lewis off. Mm. I'm going to take off Huey Lewis, and I'm going to put on. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Alex Trebek. Uh, because he just said he's in stage four, right? He's. It's about time I benefit from pancreatic cancer. <laughs> Uh, what? It took my dad, so I feel like I if if what I know about pancreatic cancer, tick tock on him. So uh, does this like make you and pancreatic cancer even now? <laughs> no, no more beef between you and the big C. No, you, pancreatic <laughs> cancer is going to owe me forever, as far as I'm concerned. It, I I I may stop participating in walks, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you'll ever you'll forever have a beef with the, I, with I the think PC. so. I, I think so. <laughs> I That's think a solid so. pick. That's a solid pick. Yeah, because he's not well, and he mm-hmm. went back on the show, and he looks fine, but, you know, his, he could force through until the very end. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was up walking around. Three days later, he was not around anymore, mm-hmm. so... And he could be going back to work because he just sets his calling. Well, That's where he feels comfortable. It, well, and it, what's he going to do? Right. Right? Yeah. He's like, I might as well do this till they, till I cannot. Yeah. You got a solid list there, Corby. We'll see, because we still have another round in the future of cherry picking off people's list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so then if somebody on our death pool dies between our next round when we pick again, then, like, say someone dies off your list. Yeah. Alex Trebek dies. Yeah. Then you're now in first place. You get to yes. steal. Whoever's in first right. place gets to steal, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so potentially if no one dies and we are still at zero zero, mm-hmm. it carries over to the previous year, and you could then – cherry pick again mm-hmm. gotcha so now the list is gimpy has sydney portier <laughs> who right right uh larry king jimmy carter betty white and his wild card is jonah hill yeah uh you have improved your list i feel like thanks yeah sam has ruth bader ginsburg just had a lung transplant I know a lot of people are rooting for yeah to not survive. <laughs> uh, Bob Dole, solid. Meatloaf, I don't know. You don't think so? And then Kirk Douglas. I think you did improve your list. Okay. Uh, and then your wild card is Mary Kate Olsen. <laughs> 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 I have Harry Reid, Alex Trebek, Ozzy. And Tony Bennett, my wild card is Louis C.K. I don't know how I feel about Tony Bennett, and I don't know if I feel about Kurt Douglas because he's Teflon. For real, he's another robot, man. He may look ancient, but he's just holding on. He's modern-day Zsa For real. Oh, man, Tony Bennett looks rough. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's a good one. But still performing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's his calling. Text came in, don't put that evil on Ozzy. 
I didn't. I think he put that evil on himself. He's been that way for a while. <laughs> he has not been well for a while. Listen, sooner or later, snorting ants is going to catch up with you. Right. Right. <laughs> Guess what? Death always wins. Yeah. Oh. Death, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Damn it. They literally have won every time. Death is the champion. Mortality champion. Uh, all right. We got to take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Somebody sent a text in and I totally forgot. Beth Dog Chapman. She just got rushed to the hospital. Okay. With breathing problems. She's had some problems before with her cancer treatment. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good one. Somebody sent a text in and said, Corbin. How is it you can pick someone with cancer, but Sam can't pick someone because they said they're suicidal? Pete Davidson. Oh, well, listen, when you only catch half the conversation, I could understand how you might be concerned or confused. She couldn't pick them as a wild card. Right. As a wild card. So hope that clears it up. Let's play a game and give away tickets. We're doing a 15-year celebration of the movie Napoleon Dynamite here in Tulsa, where the cast of Napoleon Dynamite will be in town. Napoleon, Pedro, Uncle Rico will be here. It's all happening November 14th at the Brady Theater. Tickets available at BradyTheater.com. We're going to play Sing Sing. Current record of Sing Sing is... I am in the lead with five. Corbin right behind me with four. Sammy so far back there. She got two. It was pretty good. It's improvement from last week, which last week's winner was? Was Sammy. So Sam's not eligible to play. It's got to be Corbin and Gimpy. 918-460-KMOD. Let's get our contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Zach. Zach, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? Good, man. I'm, I'm glad you're excited to play. Who do you want to read clues, Corbin or Gimpy? Um, Corbin. Zach, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. I've got to get you to say the song title without singing the chorus, saying the band name, or, of course, singing the song title. Are you ready? Ready. All right. This is a country artist that went mainstream. It's Sam and I's favorite artist. And this is a song about when somebody uh, dogs you or disses you that you just got to roll with the punches, let it slide uh, down your back. Uh Get a country. Uh, She's a huge female artist, gigantic. Taylor Swift. Correct. And this is a song that she sings about letting you know, rolling with the punches. Uh, when a dog's outside and it comes in after being rained on, it does what with its body? Shake, shake it off. Shake correct, it off. correct. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Oh, this sorry, one's going to be dead. Listen, I get it. Uh, this is a rap song, a 90s rap song, and they're answering, asking a question, and the name, the title of the song is an, is three letters. It's an acronym. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I got nothing for you. Um it's another name for uh, women, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Isn't it? I don't know. I need to see the card. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Songs about yeah. Or uh, you know, P. No, no, not just women, men and women. 
Okay. You know, the whole human race. Listen, Zach, we got one. That might be good enough for the win, okay? We people Sorry. have one. No, listen. Yeah. People have won with one win before. So don't go anywhere. You might get this locked up, okay? All right. All right. Most excited he was at the very end when he only had one. <laughs> uh, good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Jennifer. Jennifer, how are you? I am well. How are you? Good, Jennifer. What do you think the likelihood is you're going to get more than one? Uh, pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. This is okay. this is an Irish band that's also named after a dish that you serve at Thanksgiving, and Bad Wolves just covered this song. Oh, my God. Walking uh, Dead is all about what? Zombies. There you go. Uh, okay. Okay, so this is an early 90s rapper, and uh, his last name is something like a tool that you would use to pound nails. MC Hammer. Okay, most Can't famous. So- yeah, you got that right. Uh, what the crap is this? Okay, so a lion, when it wants you to know that it's there, it will what? Roar. Yeah. This is, uh, you know that uh, actor that did Dirty Harry? Uh, yes, uh, his, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is the woman that's from uh, Britain. She sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire, and it's another way to say hi. Oh, God. What's another way to say hi? Cheerio. <laughs> hi, hello. There oh, hello, go. Adele. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Um, this is an 80s song. This Okay, good. I'm wow. on that one. <laughs> Who ordered the toast? Because you guys killed it. Great job, Jennifer. You were right. You smoked us. You're going to get those tickets to the 15th anniversary for the Napoleon Dynamite, a conversation with Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, Uncle Rico, Pedro, and Napoleon will be there. Not people dressed up. The actors that portrayed them will be there. And it's going to go down November 14th. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info and you guys can celebrate, okay? Thank you. uh, man, we got destroyed, Zach. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I should have done better, man. Maybe next time. Yeah, have a great day, buddy. You too. See you later, man. This is you. This is a tough one. Our one pathetic loser. Yeah, you were on the right track on that one because the only way that I could even do it is by going off the chorus. You know what I mean? And, and we can't do that. Um, so with this one, this is. Ooh, I think maybe you would ask this question if you were a swinger. And you want to swap couples, you would probably ask Oof. somebody this question. Okay. I probably would have went, tried to get them to say the band name, because I think if you can get them to say the band name, everybody's going to know the name of the song. So uh, the m- this is the person that creates lightning and, and weather, known as Mother. Okay. Nature. And opposite of nice. Naughty. naughty. Hopefully people would put naughty by nature together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, it's three letters. It's an acronym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, OPP. Yeah. Yeah, you know me. What's the question you ask if yeah. you're a swinger? I mean, I feel like that's a really hard question it to is. know. That, that's the only way I could get yeah. there. But are you down with other people's property? <laughs> are you down with OPP? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's that's what it's about. Oh my god, I that, did not know that's what OPP stood for. Other people's property. Well, I, I had no I mean, idea. I mean, some people know that. I think I've heard a version where he doesn't say property. Yeah, yeah, property is loosely based in there. I mean, that's basically what it is. But you can you can fill Ah, in the blanks. Ah, ah, yeah, triangle. Yeah, 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 okay. I'm say down. Uh, (laughs) All right. So now the (laughs) yeah, you didn't know that this was the song was about. No. What do you think they were singing about? Like, hey, did you literally have something of mine? (laughs) I don't like when people take my stapler. Yeah. (laughs) That's my stapler. I'd never thought about it. 
Yeah, what OPP? That's I just never knew what the abbreviation was yeah, for. That's a, that's one you hear your kids listening to this, and you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What's crazy is this was insanely, for the time, gangster. Oh yeah, so fun. And it sounds no not gangster at all. What's their other most popular song? Great Corbin? question. You know it. I'm I'm pretty much paralysis right paralysis right now anyway, so I'm not even thinking correctly on lyrics for this song. I'm I know you're gonna say it and I'm gonna go, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hip hop hooray. Yeah, of course, oh, yeah. Oh, with the whole hand in the air yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was watching her sing. She was singing the song. Uh, all right, so now the record is that moves me up to six, keeps you at four, and keeps Sammy at two. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Thanks to Big Mad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text if you want, BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. I am a Oregon donor so if i pass away i want my uh you know someone to have my eyes my heart whatever that is that you would get you know have one? <laughs> right it's down there somewhere <laughs> this woman who is 99 years old donated her body to science when she died which is an amazing thing to do i didn't i wouldn't even know how to do that what box is that Right? Is that a little the little red body or is it the little red heart? Like, what is that on your driver's license that designates that? So she apparently her late husband donated his body to medical science. So she did the same thing and it went to the Oregon Health and Science University in Portland, Oregon. And here's why this is being brought up. She was a unicorn of human. And you're going, well, what does that mean? Well, she had some odd things that most people don't have and reversed in her body. One of them was her main blood vessels had long routes to the heart instead of direct connections. So it just took the scenic route. R- uh, sure. Like from the foot up around the arm, around the neck a couple of times, and then back down to the heart. She had two lung lobes instead of the normal three. Her heart's right atrium was two times bigger. And the only hint that she something wasn't right was she had heartburn on the regular and it was because her stomach was on the right and not the left-hand side of her body. Hmm. Her digestive tract was backward and upside down. And the longest living person that had ever had this condition was 73. And she was 99. Damn. Wow. So even though she's dead and gone, people are like, she lived a fabulous life. In the afterlife, literally, <laughs> she's being more probably helpful than she was when she was alive. Yeah. That's bizarre. Like, everything yes. backwards like it. It's like somebody at the human factory came in with a hangover and just said, ah. I, I think it's cool when, you know, people donate their body to science, but you're thinking of, like, cool ways, but they also, like, have some bodies that, you know, have maggots dumped on them to see how the how long sure. or whatever, like, whatever awesome thing in your head. They also do, like, horrible things to your body to figure out bug stuff, and I wouldn't want that to happen to me. I mean, if it would save my loved ones or people in the future, I would be fine with that. I like the idea of donating my whole body. I don't know how I feel about donating an organ. And I'm good with it now. Mm. But if I have the choice, I don't know, because you you could help literally so many people with an organ donation. Right, Mm -hmm. right. You can really just sell your body for scrap. 
Take out your. Well, you're energy. not selling. Well, you know what I mean. You're donating it for scrap. Uh, you, you're, you're taking your lungs and giving them to somebody else. You're parting out your body, essentially. Your you liver, your really, eyeballs. Yeah, just harvest all of it and bury me with an empty shell and my eyes sewn shut, and we're good. It's kind of like the aftermarket of bodies. Yeah. Yeah, like you're upgrading this brand new one, this brand new prosthetic, you know, liver or whatever, or for a little bit less, a cheaper price, you can get uh, Mildred's. There's no price or whatever. There's literally no cost. No, no, no. I think that there's a cost if you're going in as a patient who needs a liver transplant. There's got to be a cost. Well, you're paying for the people's time. Okay, but you're not paying for the organ. Ah. It's illegal. It's (laughs) illegal. What are you? Hold on, no. hold on, hold on. What are you? Are I'm, you implying mm-hmm. that they're buying and selling mm-hmm. livers and organs to go into humans? I'm thinking prosthetics. You have to pay for the prosthetics. Well, there aren't prosthetic livers. Oh, sure, there's gotta be with 3D printing what? and all this other jive that we've got technology. Surely there's surely gotta be. There's gotta be prosthetic <laughs> lungs and livers and stuff. I don't know. Uh, well, Google will tell. There me might in just be, a but in terms of functionality, mm-hmm. ain't nothing re- re- you know replace the OG. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you're right. I'm, I don't know. A prosthetic like a 3D printed liver? I mean, you won't be able to destroy that, surely, right? Then like why you, aren't there those? Then why do we need organ donation if what you're implying is that out there? Because it's expensive. People can't afford prosthetics, man. That's the good stuff. There's no such thing as a prosthetic liver. Researchers are testing artificial liver as potential therapy for patients. So what? They're testing whether chocolate works to cure cancer. That doesn't mean anything. That was just a quick, you know, prosthetic liver. I'm, you know, we can look for lungs and all other. You're pretty stuff, fairly confident that that exists. Hey, it's I'm on pretty, the internet. It's I'm pretty be confident. Real. I just made that up in my head. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe. It's gotta be true. They are not buying and selling organs. Not it's a donation. You know <laughs> I'm asleep, so. The redemption story is now official. A year after becoming the first number one seed to lose to a 16 seed in the NCAA tournament. Virginia, national champion for the first time in school history. They needed overtime, the first since 2008, to complete the 85-77 victory over Texas Tech. DeAndre Hunter's three-pointer with just more than two minutes left finally gave them the lead for good, and they pulled away there in overtime. It was the first overtime, as I mentioned, since 08, and DeAndre Hunter, Kyle Guy, and Ty Jerome led the Cavaliers, scoring 67 of their points, but as usual, it was their defense They harassed Jared Culver all night. The best player for Texas Tech scored 15 points, but was only 5 of 22 shooting there in the national championship game. To the NFL, a week after an explosive Bleacher Report article alleged that longtime standing friction between the former head coach and Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers took some issues with several details in a radio interview that aired Monday on ESPN Wisconsin. Rodgers, fresh off the first day of the Packers spring program, told the host that He had several problems with the article written by a former Packers beat writer, including what he called a, quote, super slanted opinions and outright lies presented as facts by two players specifically that don't like Aaron Rodgers. Tulsa Drillers have a sellout crowd tonight. It's rare for Tuesday games in Tulsa, but they sold 4,000 tickets by 4 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, just 12 hours after the news of Clayton Kershaw's Tulsa appearance was first reported by last night. No tickets remain, so a sellout for the Drillers here this evening in downtown Tulsa. And finally wrapping up, Chris Mullen is expected to step down as the head men's basketball coach at St. John's, and Rick Barnes has decided to remain at Tennessee and not accept the UCLA job. That's Falls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD.
Good morning, Tyler Turney of Chakota. Tyler just got qualified for CML 2019. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Another chance to get qualified coming up. Make sure you're listening for that cue. We do it every hour with the Big Mad Morning Show. And then Linen Lunchbox have some chances for you as well. So make sure you're listening for that. Uh, time for listener emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. We'll read your email on the air, and then you guys get to call and give advice. This one says, we are getting ready for our annual backyard barbecue that we have every year. We invite a few friends and family, barbecue, have some beers, and sit around the fire pit. Sounds awesome. Kind of like the start of the summer. My wife has a brother who doesn't ever show up sober and never doesn't make a spectacle. It's becoming that more people talk about him and not the party. I asked my wife to not invite him this year because it's just too much. I'm not 20 anymore. This isn't supposed this is supposed to be chill and it's turned into this frat party that gives me anxiety. It's no longer relaxing to me. She said, "Have the party. He is invited. If we didn't if we don't invite him, there is no party." This feels way over dramatic. Jeez. What do you think? 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Is it dramatic to not invite him? Then no party. Is she being overdramatic? Or is he? And I'm, you know, you're having a party. Do you going to hand out rules for your guests? Maybe that's the thing you could do. Be respectful human beings. <laughs> you show up. <laughs> here's your potato salad. Okay, here's your list of rules. Yeah. Don't be a savage. Enjoy the party. Right. One person's <laughs> definition of a savage is not, you know, maybe tamer than another person's. He may feel like he is being tame. Mm-hmm. True. If Frank the Tank hadn't showed up yet, you know. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. Frank the Tank. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, be nice, be respectful. Well, that means a lot to different people. And especially if it's your sister, you don't care. Right? Mm -hmm. Rules don't apply to you. That's your sister's house. Probably nicer than your house. Probably free beer and free food. And people that have jobs and are tactful. Mm -hmm. And you get a, you show off and get a bunch of attention. Yeah, because you feel like the guest of honor, too. Right. Mm -hmm. I, love it when, I love it when Frank gets here, man. He's so crazy. Right, Frank the Tank. Break the tank. <laughs> uh, so what do you think? 918-460-KMOD and James is on the line. Hi, James. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How you guys doing? Good, brother. What do you think? Uh, so I think uh, he should just get him like a, a special case of beer, non-alcoholic. You kind of just go with it that way. Kind of trick him out. Oh, like get his beers for him all night, but only give him non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, then he'll uh, he'll start to sober up, but he won't think so. But you'll know, and then uh, it won't be so wild. Interesting tactic. Mm. I wonder how that's going to go over with the brother. You know, once he finally figures out you've been feeding him non-alcoholic beer all night. I mean, it's not really me? a taste different. <laughs> not really going to taste different unless he shows up with like an IPA. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, it's true. Right on, James. Thank you, man. Have a good day. Hey, thank you guys too. See you, brother. I just thinking that might send somebody over the edge a little bit because uh, they're they're if, come on, send someone over the edge. 
Well, maybe. If you're getting served non-alcoholic beer mm-hmm. and that sends you over the edge, okay. it's time to evaluate some life things. <laughs> I'm sure that is true. But there are some people that are like, what the hell is this piss you're giving me? And then you tell them, it's non-alcoholic brew, bro, because you go a little crazy. And then that just starts a whole nother fight. I can see it, Amber. Wow. Uh, Amber is on the line. Hi, Hello. Amber. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys this morning? Good. What do you think? Well, um, I like what I heard a second ago. You know, just don't give him any liquor because maybe it is. Maybe he just goes, you know, does too much on the liquor. And I totally get where they were saying, well, that's his sister's house because I would turn up in my sister's house too, but I was also 20. So right. I would say, I mean, I would say maybe just try to, you know, not serve him liquor um, because, I mean, you can say, all right, well, you can have the conversation with your wife. Hey, you're enabling your brother, but I don't think she's ready to hear that either, it sounds like. Right. She got all protective, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right on. Thank you, Amber. Have a great day. No problem. You too. All right. See ya. Uh, Malachi is on. Hi, Malachi. How are you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> what do you think, Malachi? She's being overdramatic. <laughs> How so? But- because it's his house, it's his rules. I mean, my my old lady brings her brother, and he's drunk all the time. He's going to get kicked out. But isn't it her house and her rules too? Okay, but she should uh, have enough respect for him. It's his party. He wants to throw the party with his get together friends. So why can't she let him have the rules? That's an interesting take for sure. Why can't he have the rules? So she, you think he should just put her in her place and tell her to shut up? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's family. But family has to know the difference between being respectful and not. Right on. Thank you so much, Malachi. Have a great day, bud. You too. All right, see you later. It's an awful nice tale. Much nicer than the rest of me. Day off from reading poo stories. <laughs> Uh, listener email from a guy who says he's, he has this party every summer, or the start of the summer, it sounds like, and his wife's brother shows up and is a mess and makes a mess and basically steals the spotlight from him. From my party. From his party, and they're talking about him, not his party. <laughs> and um, doesn't want to invite him, and his wife's like, hey, no brother, no party. No tiki. Uh, No brother, no party Party, brother That's the way it's going to work What do you think, Sam? What should he do? Uh, Maybe maybe his brother uh, brings the party Maybe that's what they're counting on Maybe he's the one that has fun And he's like, you know, everyone shows up And is like, you always need that one person To break the ice, get a little wasted And be like, hey, I'm not as drunk as that guy We're good That's just the example Maybe right. that's what it is Right you, you, What if he's bringing attendance Yeah <laughs> What if everyone's like Aw Tank's not coming I don't want to go Then you know Two wet blankets Aren't having any fun They need the brother There to turn up Right Turn down for what Right <laughs> So So 364 <laughs> days of the year He sits around the fire pit By himself yeah, Right This is the one night a year He has other people And he wants it to be a little more chill. Yeah, he unleashes the Kraken at that party. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Gimpy? Uh, you got to talk to your, your brother-in-law or, you know, you and your wife should probably talk to the brother-in-law because I think if you go into it by yourself, he's going to get defensive. 
okay and start getting pissed and and that's that's when things can turn south quick so if if both of you you just explain to your old lady hey listen i think maybe we should just talk to him let him know hey you get a little crazy sometimes might want to dial it back a little bit and then that's fine i think that'd be the way to go about it and if he doesn't like it because he may still go off because god damn it it's my life i do what i want well then sorry jimbo you gotta stay right he doesn't know how to Dial it back right. to a four. Right, right. He's a ten or nothing. Right. Or or <laughs> that's a four for him. Right. <laughs> He's like, wait, my pants I, are on. I what am do you want from me? <laughs> I'm not doing lines of coke. Yeah. Here. <laughs> right. Save that for your bathroom. I'm leaving it in the bathroom. What do you want? I said I'd share. Right. Friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh th- I think this is easy. You're being over dramatic, not her. Oh, the husband is. Yes. Okay. Uh, you. You're gonna. You literally are not gonna win this argument. You think it's because brother-in-law is getting all the attention and and he's not possibly because this is my house, my festivity, my beginning of the yeah. summer party. This is yeah. all about me, dude. People that have parties and mm-hmm. like annual parties over there, they're weirdly territorial about them. That yeah, take sense. them very seriously. Yes, mm-hmm. which is fine. I get it. You put a lot of work into it, and you want to show off your home or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But you're literally by the definition of having a party. Having a part, like it's going to be unruly, and you gotta li- like loosen the reins a little because that's what a party is. Yeah, mm-hmm. have some maybe your wife and you can agree on some boundaries. Mm-hmm. If he's jumping through the fire and setting things on fire and breaking your <laughs> vase, you know, uh, your your fishbone vase you bought in Cancun, whatever that is, like I get it. Uh-huh. That's a boundary, but come on, man, he's unruly. What does that mean? Maybe he's looking for one of those highfalutin cocktail parties that you see in the movies all the time where people are just sitting around quiet talking about art. And smoking and them pines. Mm, yeah. Do those happen? I or is just, that just a movie? I think that's, I, I don't know. I've never been to one because all my, the ones that I go to are ragers. But nonetheless. Stop with that. <laughs> they're, they're not sitting Excuse around. Me. Ragers. Well, they're not sitting around. They're sitting around. They're not sitting around with their martini glass you know, or, or sipping brandy out of a sifter or whatever. Oh, did you check out the latest? What the f? No, man. But but we don't we don't go and set things on fire. Well, not like we used to anyway. That's what I said. That's exactly the the rager would be setting things on fire. You're sitting. You're sitting. (laughs) Not those. You're sitting around getting wasted, medicated, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, playing cod, man. Mm. Right. You have those parties, those type of parties. Yeah. They're not parties like, here's my Evite. Right. But you call people, come over, you guys medicate, whatever mm-hmm. that is, and chill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So these people are chilling, drinking martinis, or whatever <laughs> that is. Because of their cocktail's choice, they're suddenly snooty? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They got their three-piece, you know, clothes on, and their little... Three-piece clothes. A jacket? A, a jacket, and some pants, and, <laughs> and a vest, shirt. maybe. Maybe a little, uh, like a tunic or something like that. An ascot, an ascot, like, get out of here. Yeah. You wearing your three-piece with clothing, your, your judging me. Your black sock wearing <laughs> asshole. <laughs> get out of here. You're matching coordinated shirts that fit. For real. For real. Come Everybody on, knows man. you don't have to match your belt to your shoes. Keg Sanitor, go home. <laughs> I like the way you think. Yeah, I think you're just being overdramatic, man. Like, roll with it. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. Either way, it's your party. You're getting the memory. People are going, it's your party. Good or hey, bad, man, you know, you're still getting it. It's that, Gimpy's yeah. Rager, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's Gimpy's Rager where 
you know, Sam goes crazy and dances on the uh, on the on the street pole. Yeah. But they still get you get the affiliation. Yeah. For a whole year. Yeah. So everyone maybe, talks about. And maybe because I guarantee at least eighty percent of your fans aren't excited because they'd rather stay home and watch MasterChef Junior rerun from Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, come on, man. Nobody needs another batch of little Smokies with grape jelly in them <laughs> to make them sticky. That's the that's the secret. Is that what Magic. it is? Yeah, you put oh. grape jelly in it. I just sauce that bitch, man. That's yeah. it. Yeah, but if you put... No, okay, do it again with your barbecue sauce uh-huh. and then put like two tablespoons of grape jelly in it. It's a game changer. Really? Does it have to be grape? Because I'm not a huge fan of the Concord grape. I'm, I'm a strawberry jelly kind of guy. Just saying. Well, a true rager would go with grape. <laughs> you, you, you snooty prick. Right, right. Yeah, I'm nonconforming. You know I who likes stra- You know who likes strawberry jelly? What's People that? who sniff brandy and drink martinis <laughs> and wear three pieces of oh clothing. That's it. Just three pieces. That's it. <laughs> no I'm socks. not a fan of Concord grapes. Clean no. shoes and fingernails picked up off the floor. <laughs> Y'all ain't living until you stepped on somebody else's toenails. I'm telling you. These ragers. <laughs> uh, we can send your email to show at KMOD.com. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I love this text. It's peach jelly, guys. <laughs> the next one. Little Smokies with grape jelly and mustard is the bomb. Yes. Uh, I picture his brother busting in screaming Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Listener emails. You can always email us show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. This says, Corbin, Sam, Gimpy, I have been at my job over five years. I've excelled quickly and I'm doing well. It's a great job, great benefits, but the hours are way off and not convenient. My buddy says to test the water and see what's out there and learn my worth, but I am afraid I jeopardize what I have here and mess it up. Do I test the waters or just be grateful? Oof. What do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD, a guy with a job that says it's awesome, minus the hours. And that his buddy's saying, test the waters. Get out there. See what's cooking. What do you think? Should he do that? Is that what he should do? Or should he just be grateful? I think in general, just in life in general, Mm. not enough people are grateful enough. True. I'm not giving that as a response to this. I'm just saying, in general, people are not grateful. Yeah, but... um. Is there a certain age where you should test the waters and maybe not settle? Who says like, you're settling? Well, if you don't know what else, if you don't know what else is out there, you are settling because you don't know any better. Uh, mm, wouldn't settling mean you know something else better is out there and you're staying here anyway? Either that, or you just you give up. You give up not knowing that there's something else out there. You think that this is as good as it gets. So I'm just going to go ahead and settle for this. What do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. And Robert is on the line. Hi, Robert. How are you? 
Not too bad. How you doing, guys? Good, sir. What do you think? Uh, I think that if he's happy with the job he has, but the hours are kind of messed up, um, I would go ahead and stick with it. If the benefits are good, that's where you got to go nowadays. You got to go where the benefits are. At the other time, you got to always find something to better yourself. So it, it would be a personal decision to me. Right on. And, go ahead. And I'm sorry. I, 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 no, you I think that. I, I think that he should stay where he's at. Right on. Thank you, Robert. Have a good day. All right. Thank you. All right, sir. See you later. Uh, let's go to Mark is on now. Hi, Mark. How are you? Pretty good, man. How are you guys? Good, sir. I want to hear what you think about this guy and his situation with the job. Uh, I mean, it's never a bad thing to at least look. At, and it depends on what kind of skills he's got, first off. Like, I'm a CNA, so I I went to work at 6 o'clock in the evening yesterday. I'm just not going home. So I know about the crazy hours, but uh, if if he's got skills that where there's a lot of different things he could do, then by all means test the waters. But and nowadays, like everybody said, the benefits and the pay, it's so easy to be you know where you've got everything, you've got the benefits, everything's going good, and then one second, or <laughs> so. I mean, what do you expect from a nurse's phone? <laughs> right. Everything's going good. <laughs> right, right. We'll never know. Uh, Even his phone's tired. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Corey. Hi, Corey. How are you? What's going on, guys? How um, much, man? What do you think? Uh, how, how old was he? Did he give his age? He does not give his age. All right. Uh, I'm 40 years old. I'm ex-military. If you're, like, in your 20s, test the waters, go do, you know, various things. I found bartending after the service, even though I have nursing experience. But, I mean, test the waters and find out what you love, because if you do what you love, you're never working a day in your life. That's true. That's true. So what do you do now? Uh, now, honestly, I drive. I, I, I drive for Uber, and I bartend. So, you know, that's... What I do, and I, when I go back to Vegas here this summer, I'm going to do the same thing, drive and bartend, because I like being in the bar atmosphere, and I did some bartending for the Stars after the Manny Pacquiao Mayweather fight last uh, couple, three, four years ago. Yeah. I made $47,000 from Mayweather himself. And you okay, Hold on, hold on. You got a tip for $47,000. Yeah. Well, they were there at Club Miss, right next to MGM Grand. He had his after party, oh, yeah, right yeah. next to. Uh, uh, yeah, it was Nicki Minaj, Puff Daddy. No, uh, I get it. I, I get it. You know, name dropping. I get it. Drop? Listen, but I'm, I, I have a question. You got a one tip in that night. Just one of your tips was forty-seven thousand dollars. Well, it came from those four people. All together, to and, you and collectively. When he slammed the, the money down on my bar, I basically said, "I'm not the accountant." So I basically thought he was—he thought I was somebody that took money, you know. And he said, "No, this is you. You're a great bartender, and we appreciate your service." And I had heard that he was the worst tipper on the planet, so I thought it wasn't for me at all. And so, so I ended he, up splitting. Okay. I gave uh, some of the other bartenders some money, and I kept it. And I moved. How much forward. did you keep? Thirty, thirty-seven thousand. So he—he he gave you cash, like stacks of cash, slid them to you. Great cash. Wow. And then how much that's of that did you report to the IRS? None. 
Well, they'll be calling you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or calling me for your number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that exactly seems like more. a lot of I mean, money. All weekend was 55000 so. That seems like a lot of money to just willy-nilly. Like, it feels like you oh, should have. Oh, they had a okay. lot. They definitely had a lot. And he runs around with a bag with, like, two hundred k in it at all times, so which is crazy. And uh, I just didn't expect it. And it helped me buy my daughter, you know, her graduation presents for uh, graduating high school. years. My son. Mm-hmm. It was great. Right on, man. Corey, and have I a came up. <laughs> Yeah, and as for the kid, man, if, he, if he's younger, tell him, yeah, go for, go for gold and try to find something you love. If you're really my age now, you should have already found it. Okay, well, good. Thank you so much, Corey. Have a good day, bud. Hey, bless you guys. You too, sir. Be careful. Zoom tight. You get $33,000? Yeah. I'm not saying he didn't, but that is an enormous amount of money. Yeah. In one dose. Would you share it with the other bartenders? No. I wouldn't either. I'm, listen, I would maybe give them 1000 because that's still a very generous Absolutely. amount of money. Absolutely. And he gave them 10000 right? Or whatever. I don't, yeah. he, we don't know how many people there were. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. But he departed with ten. dollars I'm I, putting at least 30 of that away. I feel like that's mine, mine, mine. Uh, let's go to Kara is on. Hi, Kara. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Good. What do you think this guy should do? Look, I do not see a problem in keeping your ear to the ground at all times. You should always want to push yourself to do better. Always look for better, but don't burn bridges on the way out. <laughs> I mean, those are really great cliches, but what does that mean? When you say don't bur- how would you burn well, bridges if you're keeping your ear to the ground? Okay, so you you always want to to check uh, check around, kind of keep an ear out, see if there's any any way that you can better yourself um but at the at the same time you know you you don't you want to make sure if something ever does happen at your your new position that you can always take a step back maybe go back to the to the old place for a little bit until you until you do find a new um a new position somewhere else but how do you keep your uh, ear to the ground without anybody else knowing do you put resumes online how, how do oh, you yeah do both? i have I have um, there. There is ZipRecruiter. There's all these different sources uh, that you can privately um, let recruiters know that you're open. You can put out resumes. Maybe talk to somebody. Uh, leads from friends. I mean, I started out a few years ago making minimum wage, um, but I just kept pushing myself to do better. I want to be the best at what I do, so. Um, it's been probably about five years now and I, I, let's just say I do not make near minimum wage anymore. Great job, Kara. So, that's a great story. I mean, that's awesome. Cause you got to hustle to make that thing happen. So good for you. I appreciate yeah. your call today, Kara. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. All right. See you later. Let's go to Jen. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi. What do you think? So big question. So does this dude have kids? Right. It doesn't. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Okay, so my advice, if he doesn't have any kids, he just needs to go for it. If you're not going out there, you're not living, and you're not evolving. You meet people along the way that lead you in bigger opportunities. I mean, maybe he just needs to get out there, especially if he doesn't have any kids. Jen, I appreciate you having – thanks for waiting. I appreciate you with the uh, calling in with the advice. You have a great day. Thank you. All right, see you later, Jen. Uh, 
Sam, what do you think? This guy wants to test the waters. He's worried about messing up what he has. Yeah, you got to at least try because, you know, you'll regret not doing it if it's 10 years down the line. Like, oh, I wish when I was younger I had at least ventured out or tried to do something new or tried a different skill set. So I would say at least try because worst case scenario, you'll end up right back where you are. Gimby. Yeah, you got to you gotta give it a shot, man, because you won't get anywhere if you don't take any chances. I mean, if you like sitting in the same old spot, doing the same old thing day after day after day after day, have at it. But most people are like, after a while, this sucks, and I got to go find something different, change things up a little bit. There's never any, nothing wrong with trying to better yourself. So go for it. Do it. Take a chance. How are you going to win if you don't play? I See, and I didn't hear this uh, come across as he wants to better himself. Mm-hmm. I hear this as he thinks he could get a higher-paying gig somewhere doing the same thing. And in my mind, it doesn't matter. You should always be seeing what your worth is. Mm. Nobody says you got to take a job. And if an employer fires you because you were out there job hunting, well, so be it. You were going to get fired for some other. Then maybe you're not that valuable. Right. I was looking for a job, and I found this one. Because all you could do is go, listen, I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with me knowing my worth. And if you want to fire me for that, okay. Mm-hmm. Because clearly I'm valued if other people want to interview me. Boom. But some people have, some employers have a thing where you cannot go look at jobs. Yeah. I don't know what that's called, but it's, they don't like it. Right, right. The three sure of us <laughs> have a thing right. in that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that just, we can't do that. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break and we'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. This is a really tragic story that was in the news last night here in the Metro. I'll just read the headline. Police investigating after pregnant woman shot during, quote, rolling gun battle. This says that a woman was... In her car about 5.30 last night driving, and her back window was shot out. She was shot in the back of the head, and then a man was also in the car. He was not injured. The woman's staying in the hospital. She and the baby are expected to be okay. They believe the shooter was intentionally shooting their car, and nearly a dozen rounds were fired during the incident. Dang. Huh? I If someone was shooting my car, I literally don't know what I would do. Hmm. No, I I would like to say hammer down on the gas and get the F out of there, but I think at that particular point in time, you you don't know what's going on. You just can mass confusion is all that there is. So let's say you do that. Uh-huh. Pedal to the ground. Uh-huh. And you're what, gonna moto rally it through the through the streets? Weave in and out well, of traffic until you get to that a sounds incredibly dangerous. It, it is incredibly you- dangerous, but if you can make it to a police station at least, there's huh? some sort of safety there. I don't know where a po- if someone were to start shooting me on Yale, I wouldn't know where a police station is quickly. And you can't outrun bullets. I, I think the closest I mean if we were here, the closest one would be the Riverside or the the Mingo one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could find it not in a panic, but I imagine in a panic, it would be a thousand times well, harder for then me. What are you going to do? You're going to pull up? And, there's no drive-through. Like, you're going to honk? No, no. You're going to get out of your car and you're going to While gonna someone's honk. shooting at you? But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I 
feel that if somebody's <laughs> shooting at you and you drive into the police station parking lot, that person is going to stop Keep shooting going. and continue going. So then, all right, you're you're in the clear now. Now you can get in there and, and, and make a report. And now I've brought in a shooter to the police. Now yeah, I'm going to put them in danger. Well, well no. that's what they're trained for. Yeah, they at least are trained on how to handle mm. that. Yeah, I don't know. Because my luck, I would do it, and I get to like some sort of you know seventy first and Riverside when it's all backed up <laughs> for no reason. Come on, man. <laughs> right? This is the time. Or I'm getting out. It'd be like Grandma George is out there <laughs> right. deciding. Well, the speed limit's too much, so I'm going to go a little <laughs> bit lower than that. That would yeah. be my luck during that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you just don't stop. Do you stop and let them continue do, to shoot at you I, and duck into your floorboard? I would. I don't know. This is what I'm saying. Like, mm. I don't logistically. I don't know what the b- best plan of attack for you would be. Should you be a shut up? I don't know if I agree. Mm-hmm. Where a pedal to the floor and, and moto rally it through the streets or whatever yeah, yeah. is a great idea. Uh, pedestrians might be a reason. Kids playing, mm-hmm. other cars. Yeah. Like, there's too many X factors. There's I, no clear path of safety. In that situation, you're you're right, you're right. But I mean, to get get out of danger as quick as possible would be the best bet. And I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to pay a little more attention so you're not running over, you know, pedestrians and people in the park and other cars and stuff like that. But I think get out of there as quick as can would be the best thing to do. Isn't that weird? Because you have the ability to train for if someone were to break in your home, yeah, and retrieve your weapon mm-hmm. and that type of thing. You have the ability to train for an altercation. Yeah. You have the ability to train for, a, a, God forbid, a shooter at your work. Yeah. You have the ability to train for a fire at your work or your home, mm-hmm. right? You have all someone shooting at you a car that, huh, where do I go practice evasive driving like that? <laughs> yeah, do they offer that course around here? I don't think so. And even then, even if you, I, I feel like being in that situation would be different than you on some closed course somewhere else but at least you've done it once before right at least you've done it you know what to Mm -hmm. expect Mm -hmm. you know what it's like when you press your pedal to the floor and yank the wheel to turn a corner on your car at least you understand what the reaction would be Mm -hmm. rather than being startled the first time you do it and realize you're toppling over Mm. did you read a text or something that got your attention yeah yeah i mean it it said if someone's shooting at my car i'm going to arby's okay I mean, stop huh? and get a little roast beef sandwich while you're there. Uh, may, and that's the thing about it, like public places. I thought about that. Get to a public parking lot, like a Walmart, Target, someplace like that. But the thing is, is I think the chances of that person that's shooting at you, like stopping be, just because you pulled into the Walmart parking lot, it's not near as great as them would be if you made it to the police station. I don't disagree. And I think that. Sam's point of going to the police station mm-hmm. would be more prudent at like a quick trip or a Target or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're putting a bunch of people in danger. Yeah. Hell, at that point, just go to the school, you pussy. <laughs> right? I mean, it's Was it 255? I got time. It's incredibly... <laughs> <laughs> School's still in session. Right. It's incredibly right. dangerous regardless of where you would go. Did yeah. you see the guy that stole the school bus? Uh-uh. Okay, so Doesn't he stole the... Sp- me. It, he got out of a quick trip or something, took a school bus, and joyrided in it, right? Mm-hmm. And so... They uh, started, police started pulling over every school bus. <laughs> oh my God. To see if it was this guy. And eventually they got a hold of him through the radio and he pulled over. And from what I read, the reason they asked him why he did it is on the back of the car, there's a sticker that says, 
uh, it shows a cell phone and, and, and with a line through it, it says drop it and drive. Mm -hmm. And he says he sold the sticker and got in the car and got in the bus. Uh, that, that, the, huh? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they're man. referring to the cell phone, bro. Your car. Oh, not, not, taking, yeah. not taking that one. <laughs> Some people's kids, man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Somebody else's kids, right. Uh, here's popping balls for the wall sports to tell the truth coming up. No one remembers second place. Hell, even in today's day and age, it's hard to remember who won national championships over the last decade. But Virginia now has their first national championship in school history by beating Texas Tech last night in the national championship game in Minneapolis, Minnesota to put a cap on the college basketball season. Virginia men's basketball got the storybook ending that it dreamed of after losing in historic fashion to a 16 seed last year, 85-77 is your final score. The championship game featured a chaotic and intense finish, just as most other Virginia games did throughout the March Madness tournament. Magic number for Virginia and its fans, 28 and a half seconds. Had 28 and a half seconds late in regulation across three games differently, Virginia would have not been crowned a champion. They trailed with under 15 seconds left in every single game from the Elite Eight all the way to the championship game last night, but none of that matters now as they celebrate a national champion for the first time in school history. Sticking with college basketball, Oklahoma coach Lon Kruger announced last night that it is his intention to Remain at Oklahoma for the remainder of his career. Quote, this will be our last stop after word came out that he was interviewing for the UCLA head coaching job, even though he denied that first initial report by the Los Angeles Times. UCLA still looking for a head coach. Rick Barnes has decided to remain the men's basketball coach at Tennessee. And Chris Mullins is expected to step down as the basketball coach at St. John's, according to ESPN, first reported by CBS Sports earlier this week. This is after the athletic director said that Chris Mullen is our head coach and we were not looking for another coach at the time. Baltimore's Chris Davis set a major league record Monday by extending his hitless streak to 47 at-bats. He went hitless in his first three at-bats against Oakland to give him 26 straight for the season and 47 dating back to the end of 2018. The last time that happened was back in the 2010 and 2011 seasons. And congratulations to the Drillers, a sellout tonight for Clayton Kershaw, who's on the mound on a rehab assignment from the Los Angeles Dodgers, sold out by last night. So it will be an electric environment there at One Oak Field, downtown Tulsa tonight. That's Balls to the Wall Sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for CM All 2019 brought to you by MedFarm. All you got to do is listen for that cue. And when you hear it, be the correct caller to get qualified, which means you'll have a chance to win tickets to every concert KMOD is a part of. David Noteboom of Stillwater heard the cue. So now David's qualified. Another chance is coming up very soon with Lynn in between the twofer of Shinedown at about 1030. So be listening for that. Tuesdays at this time, we do this little thing called To Tell the Truth. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 
918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. Your chance to get to know the show better. Ask any question you want. 918-460-KMOD. This is one that I saw that I thought was interesting, but I'll start to ask you guys. What's a eating sin that you have witnessed? An eating sin you have witnessed. As an example, I think eating sin is eggs and ketchup. Oh, okay. I think that's an eating sin. It makes no sense. Steaks and ketchup. That is truly a sin. Mm -hmm. Even, even, you know. You almost just slammed the phone. Right. That gets me mad. Uh, even like A1 sauce, I know that's what it's made for. Steak sauce and Heinz 57 that's made for that sort. Even putting that on a steak is a sin. So in college, the steak, they did steak at the college. Mm-hmm. I had steak night. It was like $5 steaks, right? Or $2 yeah. steaks or something. We would go, but they were leather. So what we would do is we would take A1 steak sauce and ranch and mix it together mm-hmm. and create like a dipping sauce. Hmm. So sometimes you needed to cover up the bad steak. Yeah. I'll give you that. But in general, if someone knows what they're doing, it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. What is a eating sin that you have witnessed? Sam. I don't know. I can't. I literally can't think of one. How about adults eating out of food pouches? <laughs> Guilty. Gimby, can you think of an eating sin that you have witnessed? You may not think of it as a sin, but I do, and I am huge on not wasting any food at all whatsoever. You see these people that will take, like, two bites out of something and then throw it in the trash. I'm done with it. I'm not going to have it anymore. Kids are the worst about it. No, 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 no. So wasting food is what you're going with? So we're talking more of, like, concoctions. Okay. Mm. We're talking more of concoctions. We're not talking about manners. Yeah, putting ketchup on a bologna sandwich, I think is is a sin. I don't think that's right. My grandpa was into that sort of thing. And I think that's I think it's weird. Ketchup on spaghetti is another thing that he used to do as well. And I'm like, dude, no, no. I got another one. When you drink something out of a glass mm-hmm. and then you put something else in the glass, oh, without rinsing it out. Yes. Let's just yeah. say you have like a, a glass of uh, sweet tea or whatever, and you finish that off and you put milk on top of it. Oh yeah, I was I was thinking milk and orange juice was the one that I was thinking uh, of. Uh, put that on the wheel. Uh, People that do orange juice in uh, cereal. I've seen that, too. I think that's an eating Ew, sin. Why? I think cereal without milk is an eating sin. That's oh, well, literally the crazy. point. That's that's just, the point of it. Just a snack at that point. Snack. Snack. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, here's one. Most random thing you have in your car right now. Sam, pick one. Ooh. How clean is your car? My car is pretty clean. Uh, I have, okay, well, I have bottled water in my trunk that is currently driving me crazy because it's... Uh, Sloshing all over the place? Yes, and then anytime I hit the brakes, it'll slam and scares me. It's been there for like three days. Why is it there? Well, it was in there because of Rocklahoma last year, but it was just a pack and three days ago, I wanted to get a drink of water out of my back seat. So but I wait, you have a new it. car. You should have had nothing in your trunk from three day, from last year's Rocklahoma. No, I got my car in April of last year. So it was like... Really? Mm-hmm. I've had it for a year now. No kidding. Yep. Huh. Only have... I bought my car with 4,000 miles on it, and I only have 9,000 miles now. 
because I'm so old. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Gimpy? What's the most random thing in your car right now? I. Okay. I've got two things in there, but one of them's not so random. The other one's totally random. Okay, let's go with the totally random. A shower curtain, a curved shower curtain that somebody had given me that I haven't put up and have no intentions on putting up at all whatsoever. What? So I've got this curved shower curtain in my my in the back of my car, and the hardware is just floating around. The package awesome. is all destroyed. Is it because yeah. you're moving that you're... No, that's why no, it's in there. No, no, because that's been in there for oh, since like September. I just thanks. I put it in there. Literally, someone was like, "Hey, here's a shower curtain I, that's curved," and you went, "Thanks," and I put got, it in your car, and that's it. Yeah, they got an extra one or whatever, and I was like, "All right, cool." Who like your car Griswold after a car accident, just giving you the bumper, and you're like, "Okay, pretty much, pretty sure." Much. I also have a stereo receiver in there as well. Who gave it to you? A friend of mine. A friend of mine's like, I got an extra one, not using it. You want it? Oh, okay, sure. Mine would be cables to things that I don't own anymore. So, like, I have charging cables for, like, um, like watches and things like that. Okay. But I don't have those watches anymore, but I still have the charging cables. Yeah, you just, you don't want to throw out them in case you might run across uh- I don't. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> okay. I'm, I've said before, like I don't have a catch-all drawer mm-hmm. in my home. Well, I do have something in my truck that's a catch-all. The middle console catches everything. Okay. Uh. Another. Here's somebody sending in their food send. Peanut butter mayonnaise sandwich. Uh. Uh. Yeah. That doesn't seem right at all. Now, this somebody said they got a text. Uh, they got a message from Gimpy. Did you see this? Says, hey, dude, it's Gimpy. I got a message that your house caught on fire. Was that you? <laughs> Did you call somebody and? Oh, yeah, that must have been a text looking for somebody for our listeners or awesome like a long oh, time okay. ago. Way to respond to this text message, not the one I originally sent you. Weirdo. Oh, what's the longest <laughs> you've gone without showering, Sam? <gasps> um, In FTX field training exercise, and that was um, in A school, and it was five days. Gimpy. I have gone three days, and that was on a uh, Memorial Day weekend float trip, like a camping sort of thing. That's the longest I've gone, and on, on, on day two, I was feeling it, and then day three, I'm done. No more. I can't go that long without a shower. I want to say like seven days, like I was on vacation mm-hmm. and didn't shower before I was married, like all that. Mm-hmm. That feels like a lot. That doesn't sound like me at all. No. So I'll, I'll just go three days because I can. I know I can cite a day where I went three days for sure. Mm-hmm. On day three, man, you are r- 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 ripe for sure. Especially if you're out camping and stuff like that. Yes, I can't do that. Uh, this is a text for to tell the truth. Your chance to get to know the show better. It says, "Do you guys ever get? N- do you guys ever get noticed off air, like out and about in town?" Oh, oh, yeah. Usually, uh, if I'm laughing, then. So I'm like, oh, I recognize that voice. Gimpy. Yeah. Whether I'm getting groceries or eating or, you know, trying to use the bathroom sometimes that's happened. Weird. Yeah. I was out in Owasso just minding my own business and somebody came up to me, which is we love hearing from listeners. I think it's weird when we don't. Someone doesn't come up to us and then we see it online or something. Right. I was going to say hi, but I didn't want to bother you. Yeah. Or to just take a photo of you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's Gimpy shopping at Walmart. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, this is a text for food sin and eating sin. Ice and milk. Oof. 
Mm. No, mm. no. If you like having milk with a dessert item, like cookies or brownies or cake or something, a frosted mug with milk in it, an absolute game changer. Chocolate milk. 100%. Oh, right, where it Chocolate gets a little frosty yeah. on top. Yeah. That's nice. the stuff right there, yeah. Yeah. I always have cups in my freezer for that reason. I don't drink milk. Jeff does, but I will always at least two cups in my freezer. I have cups like that in my freezer for beer and then the occasional milk, Mm -hmm. but not deliberately for milk. Yours are deliberately for milk. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, To tell the truth, what is a situation you've been in that was so bad that you could do nothing but laugh? Um... In college, me and my friends took a camping trip to Patagonia. We took two different cars. And the car I was in just happened to be when hit my friend's car. I don't know if his radiator exploded or I don't know, something bad happened. And we ended up being stranded for like eight hours. No phone reception, no nothing was working. And we just sat in the car and waited for our friends to figure out that we weren't going to be at the campsite and to turn around and come get us. So just... In the middle of the desert, super hot, like just scared of like, oh God, I hope they figure out that we are not following them. They come back to get us. I don't know what Patagonia is other than a clothing company. Uh, it's a lake. Where? Like in, the, in Arizona. In the oh, middle okay. of like the desert. It's a lake in the middle of the desert? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I knew it was a clothing company, but I thought it was like an, a woods, like mountain climbing type of outdoor company. Uh-huh. Like coats and stuff like that. That too, also. <laughs> yeah, you Google Patagonia and it comes up with vests and shirts and yeah, all this other But you're stuff. saying it's a, it's apparently a lake. Yes. Okay. Huh. Uh, Gimby, what's the situation that was so bad that you just had to laugh at it? Remember when we had that ice storm like years, years, years ago? Oh, yeah. And uh, my, my, my lady at the time, her car was just covered inches of ice, man. So as it thawed out and the ice, you know, it was time to get back to somewhat normal. I'm out there all bundled up, chipping ice off of her car. All right, cool. Sounds all right so far. Then I climb up onto the car, and I'm up on the the roof of the car, chipping ice off of this thing with my boot, and my foot came out from underneath me, and I slam my ass on the roof of that car, boom, and then slide down the windshield, down the hood, and on my ass in the driveway in front of the car. What year was that ice storm? Do you remember? 2007. Yes, 2007. Yeah. 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 12 years ago. A long time ago, yeah. Yeah. And I just I could do nothing but just sit there and laugh and look around and make sure that nobody had seen me. Uh, and I didn't see anybody, but that doesn't mean anything. I remember when that happened and they collected all those all the trees and stuff and lined them up at Johnson Park over on Riverside. Yeah. And then they lined them up all at the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was fortunate, you know, because we had people that I went to work with that, like, these old ladies didn't have any water, didn't have any gas, no power, no nothing. You're talking about stinking ass after three days. These old ladies, whoo, doggy. Um, and all I lost was my cable television. That was it. <laughs> Fun thing for here, the boss at the time mm-hmm. was like, it's just some ice. <laughs> yeah. Until he, it shuts down an entire No, city. he was like, it's just some ice. Why aren't people coming into work? Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. He literally said that. Uh, did he come in? Yeah. Because it's just ice, Sam. It's just ice. Wow. Well, I, it wow. shut my street down. We couldn't get out of the street because trees were in the road. Yeah. Massive, years and years old oak trees. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. 
Pretty you weren't old. here for that, were you, Sam? My family. How old were you in 2007? Eighteen. <laughs> yeah, eighteen. Uh, I remember being so really worried about my family, and my <sighs> sister had texted me a picture of the blades of grass look like little D's. And you were like, "I don't care, I'm party." Yeah, my Patagonia. Like, yeah. Why do they care? <laughs> Just ice. Not that serious. Uh, the thing that I, I could just laugh at that was so crazy I just laughed at. When my house caught on fire in college and we called the fire department and the they put us on hold. And then the fire department guy showed up, one guy in one truck, and got out and was smoking a cigarette and took his time. We thought they were just going to rush in and just kind of like... Slowly put out the cigarette and <laughs> on the bottom of shoe, of course, and put it on the side of the truck. Oh, yeah, you save it. Why would you waste it? <laughs> Got his boots and pants on, and like, we're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, hurry. <laughs> that, and then afterward, we were like, well, this is obviously ridiculous. Clearly, we're ratcheted up too high. Oh, yeah, that's just a normal everyday thing for him. Right. For him, it's just a, you know, part of the, the widget. <laughs> uh, John is on. Hi, John, how are you? <laughs> Thanks for calling, John. We appreciate it. You're on hold a long time to not be paying attention. Uh, to tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD. What body part that you wouldn't mind losing? What's a body part you wouldn't mind losing, Sam? My pinky toe. It's little. doesn't need to have a nail on it. It's useless. You don't have a you nail on it. You fall over toe? a lot more often than you currently do. <laughs> it sounds like a current problem, so I feel like I'd be fine. I don't know. I think you'd be surprised how big of a role a pinky toe plays in your life. Yeah. I think if you're going to lose any toe, it'd have to be like the uh, the middle toe. Yeah. You know, that'd be the one because you need your big and pinky for balance. And even the, the ring toe. Yeah. The one next to the pinky, it helps out. Yeah. What about you, Gimpy? Body part you could, wouldn't mind losing. I'm already missing fingers, so let's just go ahead and lop off another one or two. I'm okay with that. Uh, Let's see. Mine would be... A nipple. Hell, take them both. Really, they are quite useless on a man. On me, they're completely useless. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't ever look at them and go, yeah. You know how funny you would look without nipples, though? I mean, because I'm Mr. Diamonds, like, <laughs> it would, you would notice. But most people, you would never notice they don't have nipples. Right. In, Men. In, right. You get out to the pool or lake or whatever, you know. And, oh, I and, wear a shirt oh, all the time. Shirt. No, no, no. Well, Maybe not. You got, huh, how about that? No nips. Uh, this says, uh, I've noticed Corbin at Walmart Neighborhood Market and said, hey, Corbin, and he asked, do I know you? That's a dick. Right. Or proper way you address somebody. Sorry. If that's a dick, then give me my sign. Are you just asking? Uh, let's see. What's, What's your favorite dinosaur? Mine is a plesiosaurus uh, because I think it's cool that it can swim. Please sounds like a fake. Di- it sounds like a fake dinosaur, by the way. But it's real. <laughs> sounds like it didn't really exist. It did. Please, like it was just made up. Uh, I don't have one. You don't have a favorite dinosaur? I mean, you say it like I should. Like, yeah, why? I everyone did. You don't even know where capitals are. I don't know why me what not having. What does that have to do with dinosaurs, Corbin? It literally means nothing to have a favorite dinosaur. Just one that you like the most. But knowing your capitals is pretty important. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so you you to be surprised that I don't know a dinosaur. I have a favorite dinosaur. Like I just took a dump in the middle of the room. Yeah. Just thought everyone had a favorite dinosaur. No way. I think you're in a small club. 
Can you have a favorite dinosaur? If I had to pick one, I mean, there's well, not. Well, that's not the question. Oh. She's asking, do you have a favorite dinosaur? T-Rex for obvious reasons. You don't have a favorite dinosaur. I don't. I don't. Really, honestly, I don't. But Wait, I mean, what is it? Do you have one or is it T-Rex? To answer your question, it'd be the T-Rex. But if, if, if you're going to be like, do you get as excited about this dinosaur like I get excited about a plesiosaurus? The answer is no. No way in hell. I don't get excited about any dinosaur that way. How Sam feels about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. How Sam... Sam's knowledge of capitals mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is my knowledge of dinosaurs. Got it. I you could I could tell you a T Rex, but beyond that, maybe a pterodactyl. After that, I'm out. Your standards: Stegosaurus, Stegosaurus, Stegosaurus Brontosaurus, Triceratops, T Rex, no, T Rex, yes, no. T Rex, I could point on the two on the on the list here. <laughs> pterodactyl only because of its flying part. Yeah. But I know there's more than one. I'm probably messed that up too. Mm-hmm. But T Rex, I got. Anything beyond that? Psst. Out. I'm Sam in capitals. <laughs> but Sam, you probably could name a lot of them, right? Yeah. Stegosaurus, Triceratops, But like point them out. I know you can name oh, them. Yeah. Point them out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about dinosaurs. Yeah. Not useful, to be fair. That, that true statement. There's literally no benefit of knowing dinosaurs. I mean, I, I don't know how to argue that. I just like <laughs> <You> them. <don't. laughs> uh, what's a problem or situation? Did TV movies make you think would be common as a kid, but when you grew up, you found out it wasn't? Mm. What's something on a TV I, show you thought would be a big deal in life and then it's not? I always thought that, um, you know, in movies they say, check please, and then they leave without paying their bill. Cause, okay. Because they're always like in a hurry. They're like, check please, and they run after and go chase a girl. I thought check please meant that you didn't have to pay your bill. That that was just like... Check, please. I don't have money to pay for this or whatever it is. That's what I thought it meant. I have a version of what you're saying, and that is snapping your fingers at the person to bring you your stuff or saying, check, please, and how much they hate that. Yeah, because it's really rude. It's really not a thing. Mm-hmm. That's not something that happens. Something from a movie, Gimpy, that uh, you thought was real, and then as you grew up, you found out it wasn't. That uh, money is endless. You know, on the television shows, they just they have all this stuff, and they don't they don't let you know in real life that hey, that's going to run out eventually, and you got to keep hustling your ass off to keep that thing coming. Yeah, another one would be that a family of six, a blended family of six, would have no problem creating food on putting food on the table, no problem with their exes showing up or any of that. <laughs> right? Whatever happened with the Brady Bunch? They never showed up. Their exes, their mothers never came around. Their moms, the mom died. Right? In the Brady Bunch, the mom died. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Brady's first wife died. His first wife mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Mama Brady, her husband, did he die too? Because if the, both their siblings die, and both their partners died, their spouses died. It's a little suspicious. It's a, well, <laughs> yes. Yes, podcaster, yes. But... <laughs> There was no, they showed no grief ever. Yeah, uh, just a quick Google search. Uh, first episode, we find out that Mike's wife passed away, but the absence of Carol's first husband remained a mystery. Sherwood she Schwartz, the, the, the creator of the show, wanted and, her to be divorced. And, and the kids never asked about him. For real. True. We, so, we like, never even saw grandma of mom come around. Uh-uh. Hmm, yeah. And damn, that movie is, ho- that TV show's horrible. <laughs> no depiction of real life at all. Everybody's got a maid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in a massive house in California. Right. Yeah. Huh. 
damn you, Brady Bunch. That, that TV show is bad representation <laughs> of life, period. Ain't nothing reality about it. <laughs> Blended yeah. family would be the only thing that was accurate. And even then, people were up in arms about that. Yeah, yeah, at that particular point in time. Mm-hmm. And what was the mom's name? Carol. Carol, right. That whore Carol. <laughs> How do we know that these three daughters are all from the same guy? Yeah, and I thought she was older, <laughs> like late 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. That means, let's just say she's 30, right? Yeah. Well, how old how old was Jan? Oh, she was 15, or 15, 16 maybe even? Yeah. Yeah. So that means Carol. That's 17. Oh, damn, girl. Wow. wow. <laughs> There's so many problems with that show. Oh, I'm getting an angry actually yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> well, same goes for Mike, man. Because For sure. Greg. But he he's was, a guy. It's fine. I mean, the, of course. Right. <laughs> of course, double standard. Yeah. And then how did they ever find Alice? Do you know how hard it is to find serious help? <laughs> Good help that, for that, that fact. Loyal help like that? And then you let them live. You let a stranger live in the house? Right. It was much simpler times back then, And she, did she ever go on vacation? Well, she Only was shacking them? up with Sam the Butcher there for a while. No, shacking they, up. They were dating for a they while. They dated, but they never. He never. Yeah. she never stayed the night. Yeah. Well, not that you know well, of. because he knocked it out in the back of the butcher shop and then sent her back home. He was right. the meat man. He gave her the meat. your steak, Alice. <laughs> and she never went on vacation. No. Unless it was with them, right? Didn't they go to Hawaii together? They did go to Hawaii. Right, right. which I get. But why would you need to take the maid to Hawaii? It's not like she's cooking there or cleaning. They got to reward her for her year of hard work. (laughs) She's an employee. She got paid. (laughs) Did she? We never seen her get a paycheck. Never complaining about getting paid. She's got room and board, pretty much. (laughs) Which is pretty solid (laughs) if you think about it. And food. Yep. What more does she need? Not much Where was her family? Probably murdered. With uh, ran <laughs> with off with Carol's. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show, the big mad morning show. Oh, I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next. Ninety-seven-five KMOD. Good morning. It's the big man morning show. I just went down a little spree here of looking up plot holes because someone sent a text and said, "No, no, no, she definitely." went on vacation. She definitely went on vacation, and she did. Alice did go on vacation in the Brady Bunch. And then her identical sister came to take care of the kids. So a complete stranger comes into the home and orders the kids around, and everybody seems to be okay with it. Uh, Another plot hole? Mm -hmm. Yes, Sam? What? Another plot (laughs) hole is that um, apparently Carol's real last name was Martin. Okay. Well, who would name their kid Marsha Martin? Uh, Bad plot hole, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another one that's really funny. This is like in the first season, not too long after the show started. And Alice gets really upset that the kids are not coming to her with their problems. So she decides she's going to leave. They went to their parents? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little greedy, Alice. Go back to cleaning toilets and making dinner, please. Yeah. The episode four called Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Alice discovers that the children are going to Carol with their problems instead of her. Thinking that the family no longer needs her, she invents a story about her sick aunt in Seattle. 
When Marsha and Jan over here, Alice, what kind of crazy single white female S is that? You're going to kill off your sick aunt? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Another one which totally correlates with a question somebody asked, what's something you saw on TV that didn't know existed in real life? In one of the episodes, um, uh, Greg signs a contract to be a part of something, right? But he's not of, he's a, he's not of age, uh-huh. so it's not legal. But they depict it as it is. And then it also, at the point he gets frustrated and tears up the contract as if to nullify it. Uh, for the record, nulli- nullifying a contract's, you don't tell it, tear them up. That's not the way it works. That's not no. how it works, No, sir. the contract is still intact if you tear it up in front of someone. I'm sure they've got copies somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> we had a co- I have the copy here. It's just taped together because he ripped it up. But I thought for sure we saw that in TV all the time. Uh-huh. Sure enough. Huh. I know what I'm doing the rest of the day. I got to look at some more, of the, some more of this. This is awesome. That show was a mess. And nobody cared. No. N- nobody no. cared. One of them, the... Uh, one of them that I thought was really funny was they were all writing letters to Dear Abby. Mm-hmm. It was called Dear Libby. And the kids were thought for sure it was their parent had written it with the problems. Come to find out, they've all written letters. Oh, dang. Oh. Yeah, it's a mess. Duh. Oh, fun. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll come back, find out what everybody learned. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. <laughs> Salsa's Rock Station, 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Sam, read the text that someone sent in about uh, Marsha. The actress that played Marsha was so addicted to coke, she had sex with a dealer for free cocaine. I'm too far in, guys. If you don't hear from me again, I love the show. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know sometimes we send people down the rabbit hole, but I appreciate you letting me know that you were going to be gone for a while. That's awesome. Uh, find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Sam, what'd you learn today? To be fair, I can only name the dinosaurs that were in the land before time. And uh, By the way, I watched that the other day. Have you seen it lately? It's I mean, so bad. Not since I was little. It's so it's bad. It's not good? It's so bad. Littlefoot's so cute, though. So graphically, everything. It's just bad. Poorly done. Did Scarlett like it? Uh, she was asleep. Oh, okay. Gotcha, right. Wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> you watch this on your own, huh? This <laughs> on. To each of their own. <laughs> I learned that Gimpy gets together with a bunch of dude to throw ragers. Mm-hmm. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned you can't go wrong with a rager, no matter what kind, and that things suddenly get better once you take the rod out. I learned as a courtesy, Sam doesn't want to take the rod from Gimpy, mm. and I also learned that uh, Gimpy loves a good rager, <laughs> yeah. especially with his friends. Rager. Uh, it's, the best it's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. <laughs> I'm Seaman Sam, and this is her mother. This is Gimpy. I love ragers. Make sure you send your Brady Bunch plots to me. I would love to see them. Show at KMOD.com. Ready? Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, 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 total bag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. 
God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. Move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. I like to move it, move it. You know what? I got so excited. I don't know what's going what? on. I think that's the, I, th- I think it's just that version of the song that we have in the system. No, I, it's playing like I'm watching. Oh, it. okay. So I don't know what's going on. The full wave is there and everything's yeah. good. Okay, because it's I only s- like thirty seconds in. That doesn't make any damn sense. It's probably why it didn't even get played. I seen it, got excited. I was like, oh hell yeah! I thought of Sammy Madagascar. Yeah, it's never been played ever on the air. Let me see if it does it this way. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to. Move it! I like to move it, move it. I... Yeah. Huh. What's the whole point of having this? Hold on, I might know, I might know how to fix this. No, I don't. That's uh, <laughs> okay. What's it's the whole point of having game. that in our system? Who's Who in their goddamn mind plays that? You got a good point. It's not here on KMOD, that's true. I, 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 I bet you it's not DC. Is there some another one off the top of your head? Uh, Yeah, it was uh, Annie Camos. Okay. Those were the two that I was what? tossing back and forth. Sam, oh. she knows this song. Oh, yeah, she just she doesn't it. know it's. I thought it was Aini Kamosi. E- either which way. Aini Kamosi, Aini Kamosi. You, here it comes. Okay. Here it comes. You know this song, right? Oh, hell yeah, you do. Come on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone does the same things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't help it. Yeah. I couldn't tell you one thing about the band or group or people. One dude. It's one dude. It's just one it sounds dude. like more than one. Yeah. Very talented reggae artist. Yes. What's a cheesy like dance song? I don't know. Not listen. I understand maybe cheesy, but it's a club song. That is true. Yeah. That's true. I went through. I went through a few this morning trying to figure out what do I want. What I went. I went down the snow hole. Okay. So I found out that that cat. now, granted, Informer was his like most popular song, but he did like three other albums outside oh, yeah. of outside of that one. And his most recent one was in 2002. I'm like, no shit. I mean, and it wasn't yes, a remastered. I'm sure he put songs out. It, but it wasn't a remastered version of you know the same albums that he's always put out. But and I started listening to some of them. Oof. Yeah, it's not good, man. Oof. There's a reason Vanilla Ice is doing houses. <laughs> right. And, it, and he's playing the same song over and Ooh. over and over Milk again. Milk it, man. Milk it. Yeah. It's so funny. That song sounds gangster, right? Because yeah. the lyric is, here comes the hot stepper, mm-hmm. murderer. 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 Lyrical gangster. Murderer. Murderer. Don't do me like that. Murderer. Pick, <laughs> pick up the crew in the area. Uh-huh. Murderer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Still love you like that. Murderer. <laughs> Make up your mind, bro. <laughs> you can't say love, murder, and all that. That doesn't all work. It's, you don't sound tough, right? No. Chang. How about this line? Murder. Extraordinary juice like a strawberry. To be fair, strawberries do not have a lot of juice. They don't. No. They're not known for their juice content. Mm-mm. Who goes to the store and gets a quart of strawberry juice? Fucking nobody. Orange juice, grape juice. I mean, juice. I, you're right. You see cherry juice, You mm-hmm. see, but you do not see strawberry no juice. strawberry juice. Yeah. That's not a thing. So your lyrical gangster shit sucks. We are just punching holes in all kinds of things this morning, aren't we? Money to burn, baby, all of the time. Cut to fade is me. Fade to cut is she. Come juggle with me. Juggling's dumb. (laughs) I don't know if I can do it. There's nothing gangsta about juggling. (laughs) Oh, no, man. If you go up and you get robbed, oh, you're right. I'd probably laugh and be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Here comes the... Hot stepper, murderer. I'm the lyrical gangster, murderer. Dial emergency number, murderer. 
Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> I didn't know that any Camos was so hot. So so hardcore. Gangsta. Yeah. Murder. Apparently. Not good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember dancing to that. Oh, hell yeah, man. My wife and I were watching a TV show, and they were showing like the first kiss of one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who was your first kiss? And she she shared it with me. And mine was Monica Hall in eighth grade. She slipped me the tongue. I had no idea that was a thing. And I was like, Ba-doing! like That was going to be my question. For me. I was in love. <laughs> Is it as just like a kiss kiss, or does there have to be tongue for it to count as I, a first kiss? I mean, I kissed I kissed Kim Mason in fourth grade. I ran by her and kissed her on the cheek real mm-hmm, quick. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that counts. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like a kiss, man. Mm. To me, a kiss is something that happens that moves you. You feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So mine was Monica Hall. If you're listening, Monica... Uh, I loved you. <laughs> I don't love you anymore, but you did, it, you did it for me, girl. Right? I think it would be cool. If I could talk to her, I would be like, listen, you did it for me. Yeah. Like, you you made it work. Uh, you moved things. I think that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be cool to hear, Sam, from a guy from yeah. back in the day? 100%. As long as you knew it was like, this isn't no some weird, like, I'm we're reunited type right, of crap. Right, right, trying to get back together. Yeah, no, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. thank you for what you did in my life. Who was your first kiss, Sam? Stephen Price in sixth grade. Did you just look him up on Google? Is that what you did? I tried to see if I could find him on Facebook, uh, but yeah, he's not on here. And what kind of kiss was it? And where was it at? It was in the hall in sixth M- grade. Mouth, right. Okay, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in the sixth grade hall, and we made out, and we called it macking then, and, like, we were showing our friends how mature we were by making out, and then still... Like, by the lockers in between periods or something? Well, and instead of, like, running away from each other after we made out, that we would, like, still talk to each other because we were so mature, and we were like, see, friends, you can kiss somebody and still talk to them. It's <laughs> stupid, but... Wow. How long were you with him? Um, uh, maybe, like, four months or something like that, and, like... Why did I, it end? I had... We were in sixth grade, I guess. But I had. Well, a, that's what I'm saying, because usually it's some ridiculous thing. Like, I wouldn't, you know, SSD or like some stupid thing that you're like, what are you no, talking about? You're I in sixth grade. I can't even remember, but uh, I had a, an initial necklace that had an S on it. And I remember him, he was putting it in his mouth because he was wearing it. And he was putting it in his mouth. And I was like, ooh, don't put my necklace in your mouth. And he's like, it's the same as macking. And I was like, oh, that's hot. <laughs> he wants to mack me. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. And yeah, so, and then, um, yeah, so I think I only did it for like, for like four months. And that's, that's who I have the scar on my hand now. Cause that was Steven who I tried to carve into my wrist or my, his name. Thumb. Yep. And what, and how old were you? What, what grade? Sixth grade. Oh God. With a protractor. Oh my God. I would yeah. be carving so out as furious. Yeah. My right? dad was super pissed. It I'd be like, happen. I cannot look at you right now. <laughs> it will happen. You oh, I know. Wait. I know. Oh. I know it will. I know it will. First kiss, Gimpy. Uh, first real kiss. Her name was Amber. Couldn't tell you her fucking last name. <laughs> Sophomore in high school. Was a bit of a late bloomer. What? Yeah. Well, my first like kiss, I mean, it was just a, a peck on the fucking lips. Lisa Hess was her name. It was on the back of the bus. She was my little girlfriend. That was seventh grade the second time. Was that one of those like, yeah, yeah, nothing major or anything like that. No, no lengthy duration and sure as hell was no tongue or anything. Did you feel like, um, did you feel like a late bloomer 
it in sophomore year when you like got kiss kiss no i was just glad like, it was happening nobody nobody wanted to mess with me at all whatsoever nobody wants to mess with the guy with the penis arm mm -hmm. you know what i mean right no you were an outcast so, for sure. yeah yeah so when i got that opportunity now granted it why you know sophomore in high school but fuck i was i was okay with it cool, yeah cool, cool cool i was a late bloomer too i mean i kissed a girl in eighth grade but i didn't have sex until i was 17 18 yeah yeah a lot of shit happened for me my sophomore year. Got my first real kiss from Amber. Banged fat Diana. Lost my virginity that year. Had a, you, had a great whoa, pepper out. Hold uh -huh. the fuck on. You <laughs> lost your virginity the same year that you kissed somebody for the first time? Yeah. What do you want, man? He got a taste got of a the lot of shit to oh make up. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Not all of us was making like, out in the sixth grade would, now. That would be like, oh, I smoked a cigarette for this first time. Yeah, I did heroin. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. It is a bit of a jump there. Yes, but yeah, that's, totally. There's like usually some progression, yeah, some yeah. maturity that happens yeah. in between first kiss and first banging. Yeah, my God. Yeah, Amber, she was, she, was, she was all right. She was cute. We went to the movies. We went and seen this. Uh, it was John Travolta. I want to say it was phenomenon or michael it was one of the two because i think they both came out about the same time and uh we didn't watch much of the movie at all whatsoever okay and then she left me she dumped me for an older boy he was 19 did he have two arms yes he did and long <laughs> hair and five fingers fuck yeah. him daniel whatever the fuck your name is <laughs> eat my shit you son of a bitch um so I'm... she left me for him broke oh my god broke my heart oh sure uh, it's uh, over i'll never oh, love again oh my god for like two weeks it was just pure misery god, listening to I the goddamn tony rich project over Stop. and over <laughs> and over again you know what i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> and oh, I'll never forget. Here. I'll never forget my brother and his his girlfriend at the time. They had a house in Ponca City, and he had this. It was it was a '96. Uh, it was green '96 Mitsubishi Eclipse. Had a system in the back. And I'd just be sitting out there while everybody else is in the house having a good time. I'm out there listening to you. Got it? Perched listening to up. this shit. No, this is before perching. That was the worst two weeks ever. <laughs> what an awesome memory. Jeez that Louise. is awesome. So uh, funny. Eventually I got over it. Fat Diana showed me some interest and then really showed me some interest. And then Amber, who? That was that. I don't even remember why. what happened with Monica Hall and yeah. I. I remember kissing and all that, but I don't remember anything else happening. Mm. I remember riding my bike over to her house. <laughs> she didn't live too so far like, from I can just picture little baby Corbin like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby Corbin, I was in eighth. I was in. I know, grade. but I picture you little on a bike, like really excited, <laughs> pedaling fast, like go oh, give me some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have said that. I'm sure it did not sound cool. Like I'm getting me some. And then I was trying to think about my first next experience because mm -hmm. I remember um, putting my hands up my our friend our friends we had a girl her name was nikki bozen she was a friend and put my hand up her shirt Ooh. on the bra thinking that was awesome and then jennifer kirschbaum um i got that's when i realized what happens for a girl down there mm -hmm. i had no idea <laughs> Ew. yeah Ow. and i i cannot remember the first time uh i had oral sex like somebody gave oral sex to me i cannot remember the first time 
Oh, shit. I was 19. I was out of high school when that happened. I mean, yeah. I had visions of it wanting like happening, oh, yeah. wanting it to happen, but I do not remember at all. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the movies. I know what yeah. happens. Oh, my God. There's a show that I watch on Bravo called Summer House, and oh, there's a super douchey guy that just wants everyone to like him. He's really pathetic, and he they're talking about, they're having the same conversation about their first, and he was like, first time a girl gave me a blowjob, she stuck her tongue in my ass, and Whoa. I freaked out, Whoa. and kicked her in the face and yeah. broke her nose. Jesus. And that is the scene from 40-Year-Old wow. Virgin. And so everyone's like looking at each other like, oh, that's a, it's kind of in a, a movie right, there. Right, you're lying. Yeah, you're just like blatantly lying. And he doesn't have any idea that everybody else knows that, he lie, that he's right, lying. Right, the movie was available for everyone to see. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. But I remember having nerves about it. I don't even remember the first time I gave oral sex to a girl. Oh, I, I remember that. Well, I do. It was the first time that I lost it because I'd seen all this, right? We've seen all the movies and you've you heard let, all these things. The first things. time you lost your virginity? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, what? This is with my Dirt, With Fat Diana? With Fat Diana. Did she make you or did you no, do I like, I'm going to I volunteered because I thought that's part like of it. Like your choice was pretty bad. Oh, I mean, fuck, I don't know if the Fat Diana is not a good remove. Uh, that's when I learned uh, that certain people you don't do that right. with. You, you, you learn. And I was like, well, that doesn't taste good at all. And, oh, then, and then that is so fucking gross. It, yes. Well, it's the truth though. That's how you learn, and 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 I and and th- that kind of tainted me for a I while. I don't want to hear you talk about <laughs> it. <anymore. laughs> I'm so disgusted. <laughs> I would think for a girl, it would be far worse. Like the anxiety of for both sides of that coin would be far worse. Yeah. The first time giving oral sex and the first time receiving had to have been insanely overwhelming emotionally. Yeah. I Pressure, I would think. Yeah, I was, this is stupid, but I was nervous that I wouldn't get warning from the guy. Oh, right. like, like Yeah, a, and that, like yeah, that, and, and then I, that, that's what I was scared of the whole time. Being like, that. oh. Yeah, girl, guys, don't worry about that stuff. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> Let me know. Okay, I will for sure. I'm afraid <laughs> to be choked. Right. <laughs> well, uh, this topic took a weird turn for me. Yeah, it's not did. where I thought we would, <laughs> we would go. <laughs> Nothing. I, I didn't think we would be talking about this, and I didn't think we'd be talking about the Tony Rich Project. <laughs> but I'm sure Tony is very appreciative of the <laughs> plug. Finally, somebody mentioned me in 25 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. I wonder what he's up to now, dude. Solid no, song nothing. to bring up. For real, right? That that's was a... that's for breakups and stuff. <sighs> Man. Oh my god. My... It's just Tony Rich, by the way. The project broke up. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> We're tired of being the project. My breakup song. <laughs> like we song... want a name, man. Uh, Quit my... making it sound like we're something you're working on. <laughs> Sorry. There's a okay, there's my breakup song was like I'm all cried out over you. Gibby, do you know what song that is? Ah, I've never heard that Damn before. it! Keep going. It'll come to you. Maybe we can figure it no, out together. I've got such... Yes. Okay, it's by Allure called All Cried Out. That's a brilliant name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see if this is... Allure. The name sounds familiar, but the song doesn't really sound familiar. Okay, yes. Ugh. Don't you know my tears will burn 
got such an SWV feel. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like over-enunciated <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. Wow. And you would play that when you broke up. Yeah, that that was that was my breakup jam. What was yours? I cannot remember. I'm trying to remember. Sam, I'm 44. That was like 10 (laughs) years ago for you. For me, it's like 25 years ago. A lifetime for some people. Right? If I was trying to remember when that happened, I would it would have been 93. I don't remember. Hmm. 93. All for one? Oh, oh! I swear, no, that wasn't a breakup song, <laughs> right? That wasn't a that wasn't a breakup song in '93, was it? Uh, ooh, ooh! Or how about uh, Whitney Houston? I will always love you. Nah. That, that was '92. Too but, popular. Okay. T- if anything, it was probably uh, it was probably this song that a lot of people will know. Uh, let's see if this works here. I can eat my <laughs> yep, right. It's a fantastic song. Oh, bro, no boys to men. I mean, th- here's why that isn't a good breakup song. Mm-hmm. It is typically a song associated with death. Okay. So there's like played the, at funerals like, OK, there's End of the Road, right, yeah. which is a, a, a popular breakup song, at least a heartbroken song. Anyway, there's yeah. a there's a God, what's that other one? Sam, help me out here. Um, it, there's this one. This was this was a, a big one. Don't speak by no doubt. Yeah, that's a good one. And then there was this one. Oh, Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. No. <laughs> it's not in the system. <laughs> Mariah Carey, Without You. That was okay. a big one. Uh, and then this was one, too. Which, which I think is not a very good breakup song, but pe- people had it nonetheless. Oh my god, I just saw one. This is one that Sam's gonna love that totally was a song for her. See if I can get this to speed up to get to the part where we want. Oh my god. All Saints? Yes. I had this album. Spice Girl ripoff right there. Yeah. Uh, and then this one is totally one that everybody, I think, treated like a breakup song or an empowerment song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, to- this is totally the song that was a breakup song. It totally just hit me right now. Mm-hmm. She's still cute, by the way. Oh, what? There's a girl that sounds just like her. Here's a, here's another one that was a big one. This is my heart bleeding before you. <laughs> this is me down on my knees. <laughs> 
jagging his teeth. I didn't give a shit, man. You got so much money. Fix your goddamn teeth. No, man, that's your that's your signature right there, man. Chewing on rocks. Look at you. This one was a big one too. That and I think this. She is so hot. Yes. I didn't know she wasn't an American. Yeah, I remember that being one. And then I think, oh, God. Holy cow, there's so many here. <laughs> this is a good one. I bet this was a Sam song, too. Your, I wish I was your lover. Sophie B. Hawkins. Yes. They made a community episode about that. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They forgot. Oh, this is, I don't know this one, but this says this was a big breakup song, too. Yep. I oh, yeah. 100%. So stupid. <laughs> oh, because it was from Dawson's Creek. That's why. <laughs> I didn't know it was, it was from Dawson's Creek. This is totally another one that I forgot about. Such a sad, depressing singer this guy is. Dude, when he started dating Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. it validated this band with a whole new group of people. Really? Yes, because they were just kind of this hit band mm-hmm. that not everybody knew. Jennifer Aniston starts dating him, boom, and they become even bigger. Wow. Because you're like, it's Jennifer Aniston. Everybody wanted to be Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Well, yeah. And so they wanted to listen to the music that she got to listen to when he serenaded her. Uh, <laughs> seems like he was smell funny. Why? I don't know. Just because of crunchy dreadlocked hair. And it seems like he doesn't shower that Man, often. haters going to hate. You yeah. would think someone with your arm wouldn't be doing that. Listen, it's okay. At least I take a shower and <laughs> smell somewhat decent. Good... You would think someone with your arm wouldn't be doing that, Gimpy. <laughs> shame, shame. You thought wrong, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I, I love a good breakup song list. Oh, God, that was really good. it's just really so good. fun to think about that stuff. I forgot about all those songs. Yeah. Every single one of them. I don't remember when a girl broke up with me listening to music, though. I remember, did, what was your outlet then? Well, I remember being uh, in eighth grade, seventh grade, maybe. I don't remember. And Nikki Carlo broke up with me, and I was super bummed, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in the chair, and, and my dad was like, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong, son? <laughs> Total fucking Bud Light commercial or something. I don't know. Anyway, so he was like, what's wrong? Why are you upset? Uh, the, the, the girl broke up, and he's like, huh. He's like, that sucks. He's like, there's going to be a gazillion others, man. I don't have anything magical to tell you, except there'll be others. Right. It'll and I be know okay, it, I know it hurts, but <laughs> there's going to be others. And I know he was right. At the time, I didn't think he was right. Of course not. At the time, no, you the don't the get world. me. Right. You, you don't, don't know, know how this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's weird to think about that. Like, what am I going to tell my kid when she goes through that? Because you don't want to be like, literally saying, hey, there's other fish in the sea is the worst thing you can say. Yeah. And because even, it totally takes away their emotion. I remember, um, especially like fighting with my girl group of friends and like middle schoolers are mean. And my dad being like, 
you're not going to remember this when, you know, you're 20 years old or whatever. And I'm just thinking like, God, you have no idea how much this fucking sucks. My friends hate me. Yeah. And like thinking like, literally, you don't understand. And because he was a guy that I felt like he didn't understand even more how hard it was to be a girl. But now that I'm a grown up, I'm like, oh, no, he got it. It just doesn't matter. Your dumbass thing that you're fighting about in eighth grade does yeah. not matter at all. But it feels at the time like a 10. We're trying to figure that out with Scarlett right now on something where, where she doesn't want to go outside because there's bugs. She's like, I'm never going outside again. I'm so scared of bugs. Uh, and at first I was like, bit by one? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I know. She hates bugs. She's a child. She's a little cave person. <laughs> she has no idea about nothing. Anyway, so you don't, at first I was like, there, there's nothing to worry about. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Daddy's not going to let anything happen to you. Right? <laughs> and then I realized, now she's totally, I'm totally invalidating her feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm making her not realize, like, it's okay to feel that way, to be scared. Yeah. So I, now my current course is, I get scared of bugs all the time, which is totally true. I totally get scared of bugs. I hate bugs. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy that pays for a service to spray for bugs, and then I also spray for bugs. <laughs> making sure them bitches are dead. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't care. I don't want the text of how good they are. I don't care. Right. I just don't want bugs. So instead, the course is, I get afraid of bugs. Mommy gets afraid of bugs, too. Everybody poops. Right. It's not, it's a, it'll be okay, I promise. That's fun. Because she's like, I don't ever want to go outside again. I'm staying inside. Which I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> Air conditioning. Right. Hell yeah, girl. But, you know, you can't do that. So I don't know what I'm going to do when a, she breaks up with a boy. I think all you can really do is hey, sit kiddo. here. Right. <laughs> Slam down on Bud Light. Guys are dicks. Right. It's okay. I'm sorry about my Smoke fellow boy. Smoke a joint. <laughs> right. There you go. One of my favorite gimpy stories ever (laughs) involves when your son was 13 at the time, 11, 12, 12 at the time. Mm -hmm. And you asked somebody in the building, uh, Casey, if I remember correct, uh, if it would be okay to drink a beer with your 13 or your 12 year old because he broke up with the girl. Well, yeah. You know, they show well, it in the movies yeah. all the time. Yeah, no, they seems don't. Like the no, they don't. Thing. No, they don't. They Listen. do not show in the movies all the time a 12 year old drinking a beer with their dad all right, fine. when the girl breaks up They showed them. it one fucking time in National Lampoon's Vacation and that was validation enough for me. He let him have a sip. He chugged the whole fucking thing. Because he took it from his dad but his dad thought he was giving him a sip. Yeah, well, that's that's Clark's problem. But. They also, you know, take the, uh, the dream rider <laughs> yeah. over the fucking Grand Canyon. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. Oh God! It's they also eat bologna so sandwiches. Funny. They put their dead mom on top of the car, yeah, and the dog pissed on him too. They, yeah. And he drugged the d- dog. Yeah. God, you have done a lot of stuff from that. <laughs> yeah, for real. My life is National Lampoon's <laughs> Family Vacation. Yeah. Truth. Mm. Truth on that. Wait, yeah, what? That. So I shouldn't get my kid drunk. <laughs> that should give him You're alcohol to cope with drunk. his little kid emotions. You're just sitting him down and just letting him and have a drink. When you have emotional problems, your answer you is in some sort of bottle or can. Bury yeah. it with everything you got. Push it down with some brown. No, that's the worst thing you could ever do. <laughs> no, that's not the song you wanted. No, I'm sorry. Okay, it's okay. No. It's just another thing form of my life there. Go home crying. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, Gimpy. Jesus, man. I know I can give you a number, man. There we go. <laughs> oh, I love I love the podcast part because we fun. literally have zero idea what's going to happen, yeah. nor do we know where it's going to stop. Nope. Typically, behind the scenes stuff in radio is when we open the microphone, we know where it'll end. Yeah. Typically. Not so much with us, but typically you're supposed to. <laughs> and I this is completely lost. I didn't think at all today we'd be bringing up the Tony Project. Tony Ridge Project. <laughs> Tony Ridge Project. Right. God, yeah. I don't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the project would be so pissed right now. <laughs> uh, Tony's getting all his exposure. Do you think there's, like, somebody from that band is playing and it's like, you know, Ben Simmons 
of the of the project. <laughs> <laughs> you were like the project, you know, the Tony Rich project. No. What? No. 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 no not at all. Uh, you guys are awesome, man. Thank you so much. If you uh, enjoy the podcast, make sure you subscribe. I know some people have had some problems with the podcast. You've got to subscribe to make sure you get it. That's oh. the most best way to ensure you get it every single time without problems and it'll show up whenever we upload it so make sure you subscribe and tell your friends about it and uh, you guys have a great week love you bye 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 it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.